is an exclusive presentation of high school sports on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. The Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Handoff Anderson inside the 15. Spins, gets away. 10, 5, touchdown, Ramon Anderson. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors, your roofing, windows, and siding partners for life. Pressure, now he'll just sling it, and he's got a man at the School football game of the week only on Fort Wayne Sports Station 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Now here to call all your high school football action, it's Brett Rump. Tonight a Class 6A regional champion will be crowned. I'm Caleb Hatch alongside Shane Griffin as the Carroll Chargers host the Westfield Shamrocks. Good evening, thanks for joining us here on 1380, the fan, and 100.9 FM. As tonight, the Carroll Chargers host the Westfield Shamrocks here at Carroll Stadium. Caleb Hatch and Shannon Griffith with you as both teams come into this matchup with a 10 and 1 record on the season both teams on 10 game winning streak Shannon as, as they've gotten it under control after just week one and Carroll with that disappointing loss to Bishop Lures to open up this brand new stadium Westfield with a 14 nothing loss to open up their season against class 5a number one Cathedral yeah both teams right now have uh, kind of run the table here at the latter part of the year as well and got themselves in a position where they're both playing their best football uh, to date. And I look for a pretty uh, competitive game uh, tonight out of both squads. It's going to be a, a battle of uh, Carroll's defense to see if they can continue what they've done the last three weeks, pitching shutouts. Can they contain the Maximus Webster, the quarterback, and um, keep uh, the run game in check? And uh, also also limit him with the throwing because he's only thrown two picks. Yeah, he's been very efficient on the season. And in fact, we'll get to more on Webster, our key players for tonight's game for both teams. Taking a look at the seasons for these two squads in the postseason, Westfield opened up sectional plague, and both uh, schools had a bye in Class 6A. But uh, Westfield defeated Noblesville on the road 49 to 6, then won 24 to 22 to claim sectional four over Hamilton Southeastern down in Indianapolis. A game-winning field goal with just seconds remaining to lift the Shamrocks to victory in that one. Meanwhile, for Carroll, they took down rival Homestead 21 to nothing in the sectional three semifinals. Then, with a 36 nothing win over Warsaw in the sectional three championship game, no note for Carroll. Three straight shutouts, Shannon. Five on the season. This Carroll defense, something that was more of a liability for them last year, has turned into a strength this season. Yeah, they've, they've really come along ever since the first game against um, Bishop Lures, and really they actually played pretty decently in that ball game as well. You're placing an explosive team like Lures was, but you know the Ottenweiler kid has played well. You've got uh, Jackaway, also the Dylan Bennett kid at linebacker. He's been a force. The, you know, six foot, two twenty, physical presence. I think their front seven, in my opinion, has been the best in the Summit Athletic Conference, and they're going to get tested tonight against a very big and strong 
Westfield offensive line. Yeah, in fact, let's go ahead and get to uh, three players to watch for both these teams. We'll start off with the home team, Carroll. Obviously, it all starts with Jeff Becker, the senior quarterback, and he has had quite the season, not just throwing the football, Shannon, but running the football, 24 touchdowns passing, 10 touchdowns rushing. He's actually just 11 yards away from setting the uh, career rushing record for Carroll on the year. Uh, so that's something of note. And again, uh, going to South Dakota State, so this is the next level player, but he's had an excellent season despite losing one of his top receivers last year and then losing his current top receiver just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the loss of Coverstone is, you know, it hasn't hurt them as of yet, but in games as you get deeper, missing a kid like him uh, is going to be tough to replace. So the Andy Lazoff is going to have to step up, and as is Hefner, who's also a guy that's kind of creeped in late. But, you know, yeah, Jeffrey Becker's done what Jeffrey Becker does is, is, is he makes plays. Now, the one thing that I like about this year compared to last, he's only, he's only had five in, uh, interceptions on the year. That has been one of his uh, things that has always kind of haunted him, doing bad things with the football. And he's going to have to continue tonight to make smart decisions against a very aggressive uh, Westfield defense. Other players to watch for Carroll, running back Luke Carmody, the senior, comes in averaging nearly six and a half yards a carry, 862 yards, seven touchdowns on the season. Again, key for their running attack. And then defensively, the, the main guy to watch, Dylan Bennett. He has had just an exceptional season. He had a season-high 14 tackles last week against Warsaw. This is his first full year of varsity. Leads the team in tackles, 74 tackles, four interceptions to those, Shannon, return for touchdowns. Yeah, he's a phenomenal talent. A big, thick, strong kid. Has a nose for the football. He has really uh, impressed me throughout the year in terms of he's a noticeable kid. Not you know, he's one of those guys on defense that you have you feeling. And you know, as a coach, you just kind of feel kids on defense. And he's one of those guys that he has a, such a big presence out there. And then we've already talked about Ottenweiler on the defensive line. He's another kid that has a tendency to uh, be a presence on the field and can make it be a difference maker. And I think that's going to be the key thing tonight. They're going to have to make some plays in space uh, against this Westfield team. Ladies and gentlemen, Taking a look at some of the key players for Westfield. Of course, you mentioned it. It all starts with Maximus Webster, the senior quarterback going to Ball State next year. Very efficient. You mentioned just two interceptions on the year, 16 touchdowns on the season. Also, he can uh, run the football when needed. Yeah, I've been overly impressed watching the first couple of games. We'll step aside for the national anthem. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. 
There's only one original stuffed crust pizza, and it's only at Pizza Hut, where they've been stuffing crust since 1995. So next time you're looking for the OG, the original stuffed crust pizza, you better call or stop by your local Pizza Hut restaurant. Any other stuff is just stuff. Can you believe people used to just throw their crust away? Not if Pizza Hut has anything to say about it. Pair the original stuffed crust with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. All-you-can-eat. That's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. There's only one original stuffed crust pizza, and it's only at Pizza Hut, where they've been stuffing crust since 1995. So next time you're looking for the OG, the original stuffed crust pizza, you better call or stop by your local Pizza Hut restaurant. Any other stuff is just stuff. Can you believe people used to just throw their crust away? Not if Pizza Hut has anything to say about it. Pair the original stuffed crust with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. All you can eat. That's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. Broadcasting live from the Masters Heating and Cooling Studios. This is WKJG 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, Fort Wayne, Indiana. The Fan, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Welcome back to the 1380 The Fan High School football game of the week. Caleb Hatch alongside Shannon Griffith. As tonight, the Westfield Shamrocks taking on the Carroll Chargers and getting a look at some of the other key players for Carroll on the season. Shannon, or excuse me, for Westfield on the season. We mentioned Maximus Webster, the senior quarterback. Also, you can't forget about their all-everything player, Micah Hauser, the senior. He's a safety. He's a running back. He's all over the field. Yeah, he's a, he's an exceptional talent. Does a great great job in the backfield. 18 touchdowns on the year. And, um, you know, uh, they kind of got a one-two punch there. And then you can't forget about Maximus either, the, the, the quarterback, because he runs it just enough to keep you honest and not give you a chance to just load up the box. And then uh, the other player to, to keep in mind on the year, and that would be Popeye Williams. He is a Louisville recruit, four-star recruit, leads the team with 13.5 tackles for loss, four sacks. This guy can really get after the quarterback. Yeah, he's an impressive talent. He's been a national recruit for the last couple of years, and he's been somebody that uh, has been a dominant player on the line of scrimmage. Carroll is going to have to essentially chip block him when they run the passing game with their running back because I don't think their tackle will be able to go one-on-one against him. So those are the key players to watch for both these teams in tonight's contest. And Shannon, uh, you know, 
this is a big moment for Carroll. I mean, they have an opportunity to do something that has not been done. A 6A team in Northeast Indiana advanced to semi-state. It's never happened, and tonight could be the first. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for them tonight is that they're just going to have to stay within the moment, focus on, you know, what they can do on offense and defense. They're going to have to find ways to run the foot. Ball, they become one-dimensional, it's going to be a bad night for them. So they're going to have to do that, and they're going to have to find what to still present or two. All right, we're going to take another quick timeout. When we come back, we'll look at uh, other area games of note and get you set for kickoff. listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. With the colder temperatures, Masters Heating and Cooling is heating things up with this hot fall special. Save $500 now on a complete carrier system installed. Turn to the experts and save $500 for a limited time on a complete heating and air conditioning system for Masters Heating and Cooling. Plus 0% financing for 72 months for qualified buyers. Masters Heating and Cooling. Online at mastersheatcool.com. We are Masters. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. And welcome back. Caleb Hatch with you here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM alongside Shannon Griffith. A quick look at some of the other area matchups, Shannon, in Northeast Indiana before we get kickoff here. Yeah, they've got a couple. There's a couple of them that are going to be pretty interesting to keep tabs on all night, and we'll try to do that as much as we can throughout the game. But you got Adams Central at South Adams, a big match up there, and down there in the Burn area, Adams Central 11 and one, South Adams is 10 and two, uh, rivalry type of game, and that's going to be a huge one to keep track of. Eastbrook at Eastside, that's another one that I that I had noted is going to be a pretty good. Football Football game. Can Laban Davis continue his dominant ways on offense? I think that's going to be another one. And then, of course, in the area, Bishop, I'm sorry, Indianapolis Brebuff is at Norwell. Brebuff is 10 and 2. Norwell's 11 and 1. That 10 and 2 is a little deceiving for Brebuff because I think they're <laughs> to the two top teams out of Indianapolis in the higher division. So those are the other three within the area that I have. Uh, as well as, of course, Bishop DeWanger down at Zionsville. Uh, that one, I think, is gonna, is kind of a, a little bit of a matchup of last year's regional where Zionsville won 30-21. to 21. And that'll be a big test again for Bishop DeWanger. But they're coming off a huge win against Snyder a week ago. And... Uh, I give them, you know, a good chance heading into that ball game if they can keep rolling. 
All right, the captains at midfield doing the coin toss. Westfield wearing their white uniforms with gold and green trim. Carroll wearing their blue uniforms and pants with silver helmets and the white numerals and trim. So we get set for the coin toss here. Looks like Westfield has won it and they've deferred. And Carroll will have the football first. They'll be working left to right in this one. It is November football weather, Shannon. Cloudy, 34 degrees. We had a bit of a snow squall on the way here. Off and on wintry mix expected this evening. We'll see how the weather plays a factor in this one here tonight. But uh, all clear at the moment, so we'll see how it plays out. Well, having this new beautiful stadium lends itself to them to fight the elements. I mean, earlier there was some pretty good snow squalls that we were... Uh, coming in tonight and took a picture, put it up on Twitter that uh, I've not seen it snow for like that in quite a while. But uh, right now, it seems like it's died down a little bit. The big question is wind. How much will the wind play a factor in this game as well? All right, as we get set for the kickoff in this one, Westfield will be set to kick it away. Shamrocks will kick it off and back deep for Carroll. You have Steely, Valdez, and Hafner. Set to kick it away for Westfield. It is the kicker, Caleb King, the senior. For five, Brayden Steely, number eight, Jorge Valdez. Pretty good kicker for them, too. Yes. 6'2", 180, so. Uh, five of six field goals on the air, 46 of 47 on the extra points for King. Yeah, Coach Gilbert's done a great job down there at Westfield. The growth of that program's experience over the last few years as that area has kind of exploded there on the north side of Indy. Uh, they've really grown into a pretty, pretty, pretty dominant program. King waiting. Everyone is set. Players cheering Neon Nation in front of us, below us actually, jumping up and down, waiting for the signal as King walks, points to his left, points to his right. Runs forward and boots it away. A high but a short kick field at about the 15-yard line for Carroll. Far side of the field, not much space to go that time for Hafner. And make that steely on the return. So Carroll will take over first and 10, spotted at their own 26-yard line. Yeah, it was kind of a, a short kick, and Steely really didn't get a chance to get himself under it enough to get a good head of steam there. But, you know, he's such a dangerous kid. I'm sure they're quite aware of what he can do with the football. Ball. So Carroll will have it first and 10 at their own 26-yard line. It'll be Becker working in the pistol with Carmody behind him. He's got two receivers to either side. Becker awaits the snap. Takes it and hands it off and not much space up the middle for Carmody on the carry. Maybe got a yard. In fact, they'll give him two. 
Yeah, that one there was uh, pretty well clogged up. And Westfield likes to run what I call an odd front, where they're going to have three down linemen and uh, two linebackers with an outside linebacker off the ball. Second and eight upcoming for the Chargers, while on their own 28-yard line. Becker fakes. Now he rolls forward, throws, got a man there, and it's caught on the near side by Rudolph right near midfield. Rudolph with the first down, and he gets it down to the 49 of the Shamrocks for a first down. Yeah, nice throw by Jeff and good job of Rudolph sitting in the sitting in the hole there between the uh, the corner and the safety. Pick up a 23 on the play. Hurry up offense for the Chargers. Becker takes the snap. Handoff up the middle of the carpet. He makes one man miss inside the 45 down to about the 41-yard line. They should be able to run the ball if they can get a good push with only three down linemen. They're light, what I call a light box with only five boxes bodies in there at most of the time. Carroll going with some tempo. Just a minute and change gone by. Second down and two. They spot it at the Westfield 41. Becker, and Becker. fakes and he'll take it up the right side and gets a first down and near the Westfield 30-yard line before he's knocked out of bounds. Yeah, good one of those outside zone sweeps where he was reading the out, outside linebacker. He took the running back and a good job by Jeff by uh, uh, taking the ball and finding the nearest hole. So it'll be first and 10 for Carroll at the Westfield 31. Three receivers left, one to the right for Becker this time from the pistol. Fakes the handoff to Carmody, runs to his right, and this time wrapped up in the backfield. A couple of shamrocks there on the scene. The first one there was Blaze Desalon along with Tyler Dykos. Yeah, Popeye Williams got there. A couple scores here from the Indiana Physical Therapy scoreboard. Eastside is up 13-0 at the half. Zionsville 21, Bishop DeWanger 7 also at the half. Officials time out as Lazoff lost his helmet, so he'll have to step out. And I'll send on, looks like Starks checking in. So, second out and 12 for the Chargers. Clock now rolling 10-15 and counting to go here. First quarter, no score. Three receivers left, one slot right for Becker from the pistol. Throws a little delayed draw, gets it to Carmody, makes one man miss, and a good run as he stopped at about the 30, near the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, that was a nice play there by Blanding, the 5'11", 225 senior defensive lineman. Did a great job of escaping here. Big third and nine here for Carroll. So Becker will have two receivers to either side this time from the gun. Becker awaits the snap, takes it. Looks to his right, throws, and the pass is high, and it's picked off. Picked off by Hatchet of the Shamrocks. He's on the return across the 25 before he's blasted. The ball comes out. The ball came out at about the 27. I'm not sure if Hatchet was down, though. And officials say Hatchet was down. So Hatchet with the pick. That's his third of the year. And an early turnover for Carroll gives Westfield the football. Yeah, Becker was the one that actually made the tackle there. The ball just sailed on Jeff there over the head of the, the wideout. He had him open, but he, the ball was high and over his head, and it results in the turnover. 
Another score from the Indiana Physical Therapy scoreboard at halftime. Adams Central 14, South Adams 0. So Westfield will take over first and 10 on their own 27, 926 to play here first quarter. Webster from the pistol, two receivers to his left, one to his right. Hand off and running to his left is Hauser and Hauser goes out of bounds across about the 33 yard line and there's a flag on the play. Yeah, going to have a hold I think here. And it is holding on the Shamrocks so he'll back it up and bring up first and long. Yeah, they need those type of plays that'll help them out, get the Shamrocks behind the sticks here. It was a hold. So as they mark it off, Westfield will now have football first down and 10, spotted at their own 15-yard line. Another quick score. Or excuse me, first in, in 20. From the 15. Indiana Physical Therapy scoreboard. Five minutes left in the second quarter. Burbuff 24, Norwell 3. So Webster will have it as they try to get some yardage back after the penalty. Two receivers to his right, one to his left this time. And movement. And I'm not sure if Carroll jumped there. Nope, they got Westfield on a procedure. So Westfield with back-to-back penalties here. Yeah. First and 25. Maybe they're a little, they may be still asleep on bus after that road trip, you know. It's a two-hour bus ride. Yeah, that's the one thing when you get deep in the playoffs. The chance of driving on a bus for a couple hours is a possibility, which is out of the normal routine for these kids. So, you know, that's a big advantage for Carroll because they got to keep their routine. Two receivers, right, one to the left for Webster from the pistol. First down, fakes, throws, got a man over the middle across the 20 and up to about the 23-yard line. Just a little, what I would call a, a, a pop pass, where they just kind of got the ball over the linebackers after the play fake. Again, uh, Maximus Westminster, 72% completion percentage on the year. That's just a phenomenal number. So deep pass quality on the reception for the Rocks. It'll bring up a second down in 14 for Westfield on their own 23. 840 and counting to play here in this first quarter. No score between Carroll and Westfield. Three receivers left, one to the right this time. Webster fakes and then gets the handoff to Hauser. Hauser on the edge and he gets knocked out of bounds a couple yards shy of the marker across the 35, knocked out of bounds at the 36-yard line. Well, what was once, what, first and 25 is now third and two for the Rocks. So, again, their offensive line is uh, pretty physical and they're doing a pretty good job right now controlling Carroll's strong defensive line. That time, just a delayed draw. Shannon, and it caught the defense off guard. Yeah, really good play call there. Third down, a long yard. Three receivers to the left. Webster hands it off. They get it up the middle. Hauser, and that is right at the marker. That'll be close, and already the official on the far side signals the first down. Yeah, he kind of gave him a nice little spot there, but a good job by the Carroll defensive front four there. Getting penetration, making a play at the line of scrimmage, except Hauser was able to get that necessary one yard, so... 
huge pickup there for Westfield after being first and 25. So Westfield gets out of a hole as we near eight minutes to play here in the first quarter. No score. They have it first and 10 from their own 38. One receiver to the right, two to the left for Hauser from the gun. Looks to throw over the middle, and it's caught. First down inside the 50 to about the 47-yard line of Carroll. And that's DePascali with the reception for another Shamrock first down. What a quick throw. That's a pure RPO there. He's reading Dylan Bennett there, and he saw him come, and he just threw it behind him. Now, quick offense. Webster back to throw. Oh, got Looks over the middle. Wide open. Oh, and it's overthrown. DePasquale was wide open down the field, and it's incomplete. I think that was Wasterstrom that got loose there. The corner over there just let him run by. So definitely a uh, miscommunication in the coverage there by Carroll between the safety and the corner. And those are the type of things that uh, you definitely don't want to give up. A cheap, cheap uh, score. But fortunately for Carroll, it was uh, just a long foul, foul ball. So Westfield will line up inside four seconds on the play clock. Three receivers left. They do get it off in time. Webster on the keeper makes one man miss and dives and stumbles down to the Carroll 42. So a good run. It'll bring up third down and about five. Yeah, Webster's a 6'3", 230-pound senior. Pretty good-looking kid. I'm glad the Cardinals of Ball State, my alma mater, got him committed and wrapped up. Third and five for the Rocks at the Carroll 42. Two receivers right, one to the left this time for Webster. He takes the snap. And up the middle of the run to Hauser, and he's inside the 40 to the 39 up the middle. To bring up a fourth down and two. Decision time for Coach Gilbert. Well, they've they've gone for these on uh, pretty much the, the year. They're about 80% on their fourth down conversions. You're talking about another uh, pretty good statistical number. They bring in the extra linemen. So it'll be fourth and two for Westfield from the Carroll 39. Just one receiver wide to either side. Webster shouting out instructions. He's got tight end set left. A handoff. They get it to Hauser. He's got a first down inside the 35 to the 30. And finally tripped up at the 30-yard line on the far side of the field. Well, that was a good uh, look like a audible at the line of scrimmage for Hauser. Carroll looked like they brought a run blitz where they brought the outside linebackers and pinched the front but unfortunately they left a huge gap in that backside C gap and Hauser found it for a big game. So Westfield takes over first and 10 at the spot at the Carroll 29 yard line. Six minutes and change to play here. First quarter no score between Carroll and Westfield. Webster takes the snap hands it off to Hatchet as he runs to the left and he is tackled after a short gain of about two yards. Down by the Rocks. Man, that was a nice play by Tucker Steely. He ran it from down from the backside. Nice play. Setting up a second and eight here. So Westfield 
Looking to the sideline, Webster still has 15 seconds on the play clock. Now they finally get lined up. He'll be from the gun, hatchet to his left. He's got two receivers right, one to the left this time. Webster now sends a man in motion. They flip it, and on the run, that is an in around to Aaron Bowles. Webster's pass complete. And the freshman with the little little pitch there and got a couple of yards, but it'll bring up third down. Yeah, he's a talented kid. Six foot, six foot and one seven. Down by Bennett, one ninety six. Gonna bring up third down. Freshman and leads the team in receiving yards. Yes, he does. (laughs) Third down and four for Westfield. Inside five minutes to play here. First quarter, they have it at the Carroll twenty three yard line. Three receivers to the right this time. As Webster throws a quick pass, oh a double pass. They look to throw and there are flags everywhere. Wow. As Wasserstrom made the throw, the pass looked like they were looking for Aaron Bullis. Well, I, that'll be pass interference, pass I would think. Incomplete. Well, I don't think it was pass point. interference, number one, because I think the Carroll corner, I can't remember who that was over there. I believe that was Stewart. He just kind of pushed him out of bounds. And the other thing I question is whether or not that was truly a lateral there for the double pass. So they do mark pass interference on Carroll. At least that's what the ref initially signaled. Now we're waiting, and now we do yeah. get the official call there. I could argue, You could almost argue as well that was an uncatchable ball as it landed about five yards out of bounds. Yeah, they were going for the far side of the end zone, and it was nowhere close to Aaron Bullis. Yeah. See, those are the type of penalties I wish they would communicate with one another and get together because I'm not a, I don't agree, even if it was a pass interference by Stewart, the ball was, it landed about five yards out outside of the end zone. Two receivers right, one to the left. Webster fakes the handoff, and he is met right there by Tucker Steely as he got Webster after a gain of just one yard. Tucker Steely's made a couple oh, nice plays on this drive. As it now is at the, heading into its 10th play. This drive started at the 27-yard line of Westfield. And they got backed up, too. Yeah, <laughs> they started out first and 25, and you thought Carroll was going to get a quick gift in the field position battle, but uh, Westfield has overcome that and now has been pretty steady here. Webster has three receivers to his right, one out wide to his left. Webster throws far side in the flat. Caught and short of the first down marker. That pass to Aaron Bullis. The freshman. And he's knocked out of bounds at about the two-yard line. Again, another RPO. They do a ton of these RPOs and put it on Webster's shoulders to make the correct read. And the kid does a pretty good job of it. So it'll bring up third down and... We'll say a long two for Westfield from the Carroll two. Three receivers left, one to the right. Webster goes back under center now. 
Play clock down to six. Webster back in the gun. He's got to hurry to get the snap off here. To two, to one, gets the snap. Now he'll take it himself and he'll lunge into the end zone for a touchdown. Webster from two yards out gives the Shamrocks the first points in this one. They lead it six to nothing with 3.46 to play here in quarter number one. You know, that was just a great call by Westfield. They waited, get the good look, and they end up running a speed option with Webster. And the defensive end came up the field, and he ducked right in underneath it and scored from two yards out. King on for the extra points for the Rocks. Just one miss on the season on his extra points. High snap. Kick is up, and it is good. <laughs> so Westfield leads it 7 to nothing. 3.46 to play here in the first quarter. We'll take a timeout as well. You're listening to High School Football Game of the Week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. There's only one original stuffed crust pizza, and it's only at Pizza Hut, where they've been stuffing crust since 1995. So next time you're looking for the OG, the original stuffed crust pizza, you better call or stop by your local Pizza Hut restaurant. Any other other stuff is just stuff. Can you believe people used to just throw their crust away? Not if Pizza Hut has anything to say about it. Pair the original stuffed crust with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. All you can eat. That's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, the Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Welcome back to Carroll Stadium. Caleb Hatch and Shannon Griffith with you on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Westfield Shamrocks leading the Carroll Chargers 7 to nothing after a two-yard Maximus Webster touchdown run for the Rocks. 3.46 to play here in this first quarter. Westfield getting set to kick it away to Carroll for Carroll's second offensive possession you know, of the game. One thing that's a positive out of that drive for Carroll is that they made them drive the football and made them earn it and didn't give up the cheap play. King boots it away and it'll be caught at about the six yard line on the far side. Stealing makes one man miss, another man miss across the 25 and he's brought down at his 27 yard line. 28 yard line. Yeah, about 20 yards on the return. They got uh, pretty good coverage there again by, by Westfield Geico. and kind of contained him, not letting him get a full head Charger of speed there. So Carroll will take over first and 10 at their own 27 with 3.38 to play here in the first quarter, trailing 7 to nothing. And for Carroll, that ends that shutout streak of three games in a row after giving up a touchdown to Westfield yeah. on that previous drive. Becker from the gun, three receivers to his right, one to his left this time. Waits the snap from the gun and hands it off and getting it is Carmody. He gets across the 35. Uh, check that, Starks. Good run for Nate Starks, the freshman. One of the smallest guys out there, 5'7", 150 pounds. Got a little speed in him, though. That's the one key thing. So with this physical and fast defense, that's 
pretty good to have him. Second down and one for the Chargers from their own 37. Another handoff to Starks. He runs up the middle, and then he's brought back. Popeye Williams on the stop for Westfield. <laughs> Starks really had nowhere to go that time. Yeah, Max Malcolm was pulling, and he kind of got stuffed in the hole. Good job of the linebacker standing uh, up the line lineman, and then Popeye Williams came in and cleaned it up. Bring up a third down and two for Carroll. In their own 36, three minutes to play here in the first quarter. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Empty backfield for Becker. Becker to throw, looks to his right, and it is caught for the first down. Down across the 40, that 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 time caught by Gabe Starks, and it'll be a first down for the Chargers. Yeah, that was a good catch by Gabe. There is still a little high, just falls a little bit high, so he really needs to get it down in a more catchable position. Two receivers either side this time for Becker. A little tempo for Carroll. First and ten from their own 42. Becker hands it off and getting across the 45 to the 46-yard line on the carry. That's Nate Starks getting the reps this drive. Yeah, nice hit the hole now. Big big gain there, about four yards. They they ran their read play on Popeye Williams, and (laughs) he's a awful good ball player. Three receivers left, one to the right this time for Becker. He sends a man in motion. That is last off from the left to the right. Becker, shotgun snap. Gets it. Fakes the handoff to Starks. Becker gets some space across the 50, and he is almost pile-driven out of bounds of the Shamrock uh, 43-yard line, but enough for a first down. Good play call there. They ran their quarterback basic kind of a counter play. Westfield brought a blitz. They brought their pressure run blitz, and good job there of the offensive line creating a lane. Two receivers left, one to the right for Becker. First and 10 for the Chargers from the Westfield 42. Becker motioning for the snap. Now he barks out some instructions. Play clock inside 10 now. Takes the snap. Fakes, rolls to his left, faces pressure, and he had nowhere to go. The ball may have come out. Westfield says they have it. And Westfield has the football, and there's an injured charger on the play as well. So a fumble and an interception now for Carroll on their first two possessions. Yeah, that was, uh, and I think that may, that may be Becker. It may be Becker as he jumped back into the pile. but He's up and walking off the field on his own power, so a good, side, a good sign for Carroll on that. But uh, Westfield forced the fumble, and instead they'll take over first and ten. From their own 45-yard line, and Shannon, two early turnovers yeah. for Carroll. This this makes it tough. Yeah, they it, it, coming into this ball game, I I, I kind of felt they were going to have to play pretty perfect on both sides of the ball tonight against a very very strong Westfield team. And when you turn the ball over in your first two possessions, uh, that's not a good way to start the football game. The rain has returned, kind of that wintry mix as Westfield trots back onto the field to take over on on offense. Two receivers either side. Webster gets the handoff. 
off to Hauser, and he gets it across the 50, running to his left, down to the Carroll 45. So pickup of 10, and quick first down for the Rocks there. Updated score here from the Indiana Physical Therapy scoreboard at half. Brebuff is Brebuff up 38-3 on Norwell. Wessel has it first and 10 from the Carroll 45. Two receivers either side for Webster from the shotgun. Rolls to his right this time. Now steps up. He'll take off. He'll run with it. Breaks the tackle at the 45 inside the 40 and knocked and tripped up at the Carroll 34-yard line. Good coverage by Carroll there, but uh, again, Webster is good as uh, Becker is when he has to pull it down and run it. He's such a big kid, and he got a big gain there. And Webster didn't run for as many yards this year as he did last year, but still efficient, five yards a carry. Yeah, and uh, I, I've been impressed with what I've seen on him on tape. A little bit of confusion by the Shamrock receivers. They have it first and 10 from the Carroll 34. Webster hands it off to Hauser. He makes man miss, cuts to his left, spins, and finally brought down at the Carroll 27-yard line. Pulled down by Bennett. Westfield's pretty simple offensively. They run pretty much their inside zone game and an occasional uh, counter power play and use the RPOs as their offense, but they're not overly complex offensively. Second and short, Webster fakes the handoff to Hauser. He spins and is tackled forward just shy of the first down marker. The Carroll 25 was inside 40 seconds player in the first quarter. Westfield with the ball driving, they lead it 7 to nothing over Carroll. That was another RPO there that I thought he should throw it. He had a slant. His top receiver, but chose to pull it down and run it. But here's a big third down for Carroll again. So third and one for Westfield from the Carroll 25. They'll have to get it away. Webster back to throw. Rolls to his right. Floats one looking for the end zone. Incomplete. Nice play there. It looked like Steely was there with the breakup. Yeah, Steele did a good job. The guy was, the receiver was behind him. Pretty good play call, knowing that you're probably going to go for it on fourth down to take a, kind of take a shot there. And But a good play by Steely. So fourth and one for Westfield from the Carroll 25. Just 9.6 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Westfield trying to add to that 7 nothing lead. Webster has two receivers to the left, one to the right. Handoff, oh. and they'll get it the just carry. barely. The, the second effort there by Hauser. Well, it's going to probably come up to a uh, quarter here, but Carroll had the what they needed there. They had guys in the backfield. They just didn't make the play. And at the end of the first quarter, Westfield leads Carroll 7 to nothing. You're listening to the Class 6A Regional Championship game on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate and win big with Alliance Exteriors. Save on everything during Menard's last 11% rebate sale of 2021. We carry a great selection of automotive products in stock. Right now, all ToeSmart accessories are 11% off. Save on a 10-pack ratchet strap and bungee cord set from Smart Straps. Only $21.99 after 11% rebate. Menard's last 11% rebate sale of 2021 is good through Wednesday, November 24th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menard's. Now back to high school football. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors on Fort Wayne Sports Station. And welcome back to Carroll Stadium. Caleb Hatch and Shannon Griffith with you as the Westfield Shamrocks lead the Carroll Chargers 7-0 in this Class 6A regional championship game. Westfield with the football. It is a chilly night, a bit breezy, some drizzly rain, kind of wintry mix. About 34 degrees at kickoff as Westfield will have it first and 10. The Carroll 23 as we start the second quarter. Quick update on scores from the Indiana Physical Therapy scoreboard. East side early in the fourth quarter, 13, Eastbrook 7. Webster for Westfield back to throw, looks to his left, throws over the middle and just a bit high intended for Aaron Bullis, a freshman receiver across the middle. Webster's pass. Bring up second out and Aaron ten. Good coverage there by Carroll. A little high on the throw by Webster, but still good coverage. So Westfield will have a second and ten from the Carroll 23 after the first play of the second quarter and up in with an incomplete pass. Three receivers left, one to the right this time for Webster. Takes the snap, throws, and screen to Hauser inside the 20. Tackled and brought down just shy of the 15-yard line. Yeah, I and think there's a flag. Looks like it'll be a hold. Yeah, I think it, it's either going to be a hold. I can't imagine them calling an ineligible man downfield because it was a screen play unless he was beyond the line of scrimmage. Officials discussing this one. He waved it off. No flag. Wow. Carroll fans don't like it. Well, they were going to call. I guess he was going to call an eligible man downfield, but the ball was behind the line of scrimmage, so can't have that. It'll bring up a third down and about a yard. And Webster back to throw, rolls to his right, faces pressures. Another flag is thrown. Pass is caught. Another flag thrown. Pass caught by Ian Bruck at about the Carroll 10, but multiple penalty flags. Yeah, I think they're going to get a hold and ineligible downfield. And again, that's going to be huge for Carroll, but Westfield efficiency wise thus far has been right on it. You know, they've faced what, third and shorts and fourth and shorts. They have 
haven't gotten him into uh, long yardage situations. So they're going to take the hold here and make it a third and 12. So officials talking with Carroll coach Doug Dynan on the penalty situation. And the head referee. One nice thing here is Carroll. Carroll has the mic on the officials. Ineligible receiver downfield on the offense. That penalty's been declined. Holding on the offense. That's a 10-yard penalty. Replay the down. All right. So that'll bring up, like you said, a third and about 12. Yeah, they, Carroll did, they left no stone unturned here on this stadium. They even got the official mic'd up. Big time uh, feel to it. So it's kind of nice so you can hear it rather than just see the hand motions because sometimes we miss those. So actually it'll be third and 17 for Westfield from the Carroll 30-yard line. And Westfield leads it 7-0, 11-15 and counting to play here in the second quarter. So a third and long for the Shamrocks here. Webster will have one receiver to his right, two to his left. And well, hand it off to Hatchet. He'll run to the left inside the fifth, uh, 25 on the far side of the field before he's knocked out of bounds. And Hatchet knocked out of bounds just inside the Carroll 20-yard line at the 19. Again, uh, that's too many yards to give up on that type of play. Getting out, uh, out flank there on defense, and with their speed, you got to be very careful that they're going to try field goal here. So King will come on to kick for the Rocks here. King five of six on field goal attempts on the season. It's going to be what a 20, I mean a 36 yarder here. Boots it away and it is good. From 36 yards, Caleb King knocks it in, taking a 10 to nothing lead for Westfield with 10:49 to play here in the second quarter. You're listening to the Class 6A Regional Championship game on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Westfield leads it 10 to nothing over Carroll here at Carroll Stadium. 10:49 to play in the second quarter. And Shannon, it has been turnovers the story so far for Carroll in this one. Yeah, and Westfield's capitalized with points on those turnovers, so that's even harder to swallow from an offensive standpoint for Carroll. So they've got to find ways, number one, to keep the ball, not turn it over, and find something, you know, get a drive going here. So King will be set to kick it away. Steely back deep for Carroll as Shamrocks. Again, a 36-yard field goal by King there on the previous drive. 
Kick is going to bounce and be fielded at about the 10-yard line on the far side of the field and brought down at about the 19-yard line is Valdez for Carroll, and the Chargers will take over first down and 10 from their own 19-yard line. You know, you don't want to say too much too early as far as being a must-score scenario, but as I get hit by a... <laughs> I don't know what that was. We, we got a, a B or something in the press box here. A wasp. He's, he's trying to stay out of the cold, but they need to get points off of this drive. So first and 10 for Carroll from their own 19-yard line. Two receivers right and left, and they hand it off to Carmody. A nice run on first down right up the middle as he gets across the 25 and brought down at the 28-yard line. So gain of about uh, nine on first down. Yeah, nice run just straight downhill. Just attack their defense. That's what I've been That's doing. I'm not worrying about trying to get outside as much. Second down. Two receivers left, one to the right this time. For Becker, second and a yard. A handoff goes up the middle, and it's Starks on the carry this time, and he gets the first down across the 30 and stops at the 32. Starks get on the carry. That run. Good for the Chargers. Carroll's been able to get some movement early in drives, but uh, unable to really finish them off so far. We'll see what they can do here. First down and 10, handoff, Starks running to his left, not much space. In fact, it's going to be a loss on the play of two. That was a good Stopped at the 30. Good job by their safe, safety there. Coming down off the, off the hash. And I just don't think going outside on this defense is the right recipe. Two receivers either side for Becker this time. Second and 12 from their own 30 for Carroll. Looks, throws to his right. He's got a man. That's Rudolph on the far side. He's got a first down before he's knocked out of bounds. Shy of midfield for Carroll at his own 41-yard line. Pickup of 17. Spotted at the Chargers. Yeah, that was a pretty big cushion there by their corner. First down. Because uh, he wasn't within 10 yards of Rudolph. So nice throw and catch. Got a big first down. Two receivers either side for Becker. Fakes the handoff. Now he'll take it to his right. Across midfield. And then he's knocked out of bounds. Just inside the 50-yard line. Get north and south there, Jeff. You cannot go lateral on this defense. They're too quick. So a spot it right at midfield. Second down. Second down and seven upcoming for Carroll from midfield. 9.24 to play here in quarter number two. Carroll trailing 10 to nothing. They have the football, though. Becker fakes the handoff to Starks. Oh, nice spin move. And he rumbles forward for the first down to the Westfield 42-yard line. There he went. There was a good job there on that on that uh, kind of what I call a power read. He ended up pulling it, but he got north and south, and that was a huge pickup. First and 10 for Carroll from the Westfield 42. Three receivers to the left, one to the right to sign for Becker. They got the bubble screen out here. 
Becker there looks to throw to his left oh. and throws it too far out of the reach of Lazov, the receiver. Bring up second and ten. Wow. Well, they had it because they had the numbers out here, but I would say the win affected that that ball that time because it really uh, was a went up the field as opposed to hitting the receiver. Two receivers either side for Becker and Carroll second out and ten for the Westfield 42. Nine minutes exactly to play. Quarter number two. They run it up the middle and Starks Starks on the carry. It's inside the Westfield 40 to the 39. Tackle by 34. Third down and seven for Carroll. Key play here, Shannon, early in this first half. Well, I, you know, there's, I don't think there's going to be any question that they're probably going to end up going for, for this. If, uh, but I think the big key here is for them to get themselves in a position where they have a, a manageable fourth down if they don't get it here. Two receivers to the left, one out wide to the right for Carroll. Third down and seven from the Westfield 39. Becker to throw, looks to his right, lobs one, looks, and is it intercepted? They're going to say out of bounds on the far side. Had, had his hands on it, but couldn't get his feet in bounds. Well, they wanted, after the play, there was a little extracurricular with Lazoff in their safety, and uh, you can hear the fans booing because uh, they didn't get the call, but... That was a good, good defensive call by Westfield. They made, they brought the blitz, played man-to-man coverage, and forced the 50-50 ball and incomplete. And they're they're going to go ahead and punt it here. Yeah, playing the field position game here. Don't want to give Westfield the ball at their own 39 if they can't convert. So that'll send on Evan Jester on to kick. Averages 36.4 yards per punt on the year. A little bit of a high snap. He boots it away. This will be short. And, oh, and fumbling it out of bounds inside the 10. Goes out of bounds. Rock drive will be Westfield, but it, it doesn't matter if it goes out of bounds. As Wolf there was the return man. Yeah, the wind is really starting to whip up, I think, because that was affected on the snap. And we saw the one bubble screen where he had him out here, but it was the wind affected that uh, throw, but got the ball where they needed it inside the 10, so they got it on their nine-yard line, Westfield. So Westfield will take over first down and 10 at their own nine-yard line. 8.07 to play here in the first half. Westfield leads it 10 to nothing. Uh, on that fourth down call, I, knowing that you're probably going to go for it, I don't think throwing a 50-50 ball was the right thing there. I thought they could have put a better uh, position themselves for a possibility of going for it, but they need to get a stop here on defense. So Westfield waiting for a man to come on to the field and a bit of a, an official's timeout, get the ball spotted, and now we're ready for play. Quick update from the Indiana Physical Therapy scoreboard. Eastside 21, Eastbrook 7. On the handoff, Hauser has it for Westfield running to his right. Makes one man miss across the 20 to the 25 where he's tackled out of bounds in front of the Carroll sideline at the 27-yard line. He's a pretty impressive kid, isn't he? 18-yard run there by Hauser, and he just broke tackle after tackle. Yeah, just uh, unbelievable running back. 
Like he really gets the ball and goes, and and he's quick. Westfield with it. First and ten from their own 27. Another handoff to Hauser. Runs left, cuts to his right. Really had nowhere to go. Maybe got a yard or two on the play. And bring up second and long. You know, that Eastbrook game with Eastside. Looks like Laban Davis is doing what Laban Davis does up there. He's got three touchdowns already. The last one was a 51-yard run. A lot more offense in that one than we've seen in this one so far. But it's still early. Yeah. That one started a little bit earlier. Yeah, well, and I, you know, Westfield is the type of team they're, you know, they like to do what they're doing, controlling the ball. Webster throws to his left, passes high. Oh, oh nearly intercepted. Just out of the reach of Valdez at the Westfield 45-yard line. That would have been a game-changing play. Yeah, again, the the throws have now become pretty affected by the win as that one kind of sailed on Webster. I think that was Valdez that had the opportunity there and just didn't make make the play. So that's with the punt between the snap and the return. And a, a couple of throws from each quarterback have been affected by this win. Third and nine for Westfield from their own 29-yard line. And Coach Gilbert is going to call timeout as the Rocks lead it 10 to nothing with 7.17 to play here in the first half. We'll keep it right here. And Shannon, you, know, you look at this game. This is a Westfield team that's won 10 straight, but second worst on the season besides the opening game shutout. Uh, just 24 points of offense last week when they escaped against Hamilton Southeastern. Meanwhile, for Carroll, they're a team used to shutting teams out, but uh, after three straight shutouts, not going their way this way uh, this week is Westfield already with 10 early points. Yeah, yeah 10 early points off of two turnovers for Carroll. You know, this is by far, in my opinion, the best uh, team that Carroll has faced offensively. Different from Lures a little bit, you know, because Lures probably threw it a little bit more. But Westfield is a more ball control, run the football, play action pass, those type of things, uh, quick screens, and they do it well. And I think that's kind of indicated by Webster's class percentage completions of 72%. So, But this is by far the best team they've faced all year. Three receivers to the left, one to the right, out of the timeout for Webster for Westfield. Pump fake, looks to throw. Oh, nearly oh, intercepted man. again. That one right into the hands of the linebacker. Wired, and man, he, he is... Very upset. He he thought he had it. Well, it kind of hit him in the chest. So, uh, you know, we're kind of getting a crosswind here now, and we've seen that now. But those are the type of plays, man, in these type of games you got to make, and you know, because it gives you great field position. So, we'll see what happens here on the punt. King, also the punter, he'll get the snap and boot it away. A high kick, and it will bounce. To the 33 yard line. 
<laughs> We're dive bombing this wasp. Let's see if I kill it. I think I got him. My phone case is not any. <laughs> Poor guy, it's cold anyway. But we were—he <laughs> was dive bombing us and everything. It was kind of getting a little bit crazy. Feel a lot safer up here now. <laughs> Carroll takes over first and ten from their own 34, 7:04 to play here in quarter number two. Becker with the handoff and it's start to start and across the 35 up to the first seven. Pick up a three. Yeah, I didn't play favorites there. If 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 Romp would have been here tonight, I would have protected him as well. So you're in good hands up here, I tell you. <laughs> Second down and seven for Carroll. Back to throw. And that one is complete to Rudolph near the marker, and he's tackled just shy. And I don't think forward progress will get him there. Oh, wow. That's a bad spot. They, they took off. Looks like another yard. Yeah, you can't spot the ball like that. My goodness. I mean, he was beyond the beyond the stick. He was about a half yard shy, but they mark it a yard back from that ball spot. They spot it for Carroll at their own 43. Fans booing to bring up third and a long yard for Carroll. Two receivers either side. Becker from the gun. Handoff to Stark. Stumbles forward and he's depend on the mark. Just shy of the Carroll 45. And they say it's enough for a first down. Yeah, kind of stumped there. Kind of a turf monster got him, but fortunately enough, he got the ball where he needed to go to get the first down. So first and ten for Carroll, under six minutes to play here in the first half. They trail ten to nothing to Westfield. Carroll with the ball at their own 45. Two receivers left, one to the right this time for Becker, again working from the shotgun. With a snap, handoff to Starks. Runs to his left, gets blown up just across the 45 to the 46. And several Shamrocks on, in on the play, including Hauser. You know, I, Carroll can take advantage of their of their Westfield's coverage because they're basically playing a soft cover three, which is basically an easy hitch route out here. We get a pretty good game. Three receivers right, one to the left. Becker back to throw, faces pressure, rolls, outfloats one. That one's going to be caught by Lazoff near midfield, and he's knocked out of bounds in front of the Carroll sideline into Westfield territory at the 49. Yeah, he was trying to get the ball downfield, Hirschberger, uh, but uh, good coverage there by Westfield, and he was able to find Lazoff for a nice little gain here. Third down and three for Carroll from the Westfield 48-yard line. Two receivers left and two to the right for Becker. Becker looks to the sideline. Play clock down to nine. Now he, And we have a whistle right as this ball is snapped, and Coach Dinan of Carroll will take a timeout. We'll take one as well with 4.41 to play here in the first half. Westfield leads Carroll. 10 to nothing. You're listening to Class 6A Regional Championship on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. There's only one original stuffed crust pizza, and it's only a Pizza Hut, where they've been stuffing crust since 1995. So next time you're looking for the OG, the original stuffed crust pizza, you better call or stop by your local Pizza Hut restaurant. Any other stuff is just stuff. Can you believe people used to just throw their crust away? Not if Pizza Hut has anything to say about it. Pair the original stuffed crust with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. 
now open at Pizza Hut. All you can eat. That's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Out of the timeout, Carroll facing a third down and three from the Westfield 48-yard line. 4.41 to play here in the first half. Carroll trailing Westfield 10-0. Caleb Hatch alongside Shannon Griffith for this Class 6A Regional Championship game. One receiver left. Three to the right for Becker from the gun. Gets the snap, throws, and near caught right at the marker is Hafner, the tight end. And I believe they have just enough for the first. There he got the spot right. He got him uh, about a yard beyond it, so good job there being uh, aware of your down and distance. The receiver did a great job, yard beyond it, picked up the first down. First and ten for Carroll from the Westfield, 44 inside, four and a half to play in the half. Two receivers either side this time for Becker, working from the shotgun. Handoff goes to Starks, runs to his right, breaks a tackle, lunges, and is stopped at the Westfield 42-yard line. No, this win is a factor probably in some of their choices in passing, but Westfield really on those first downs has given up a gimme hitch route on the outside that Carroll could exploit. Win really picking up out there. Ball spotted on the far side of the field. Far hash. Two receivers either side for Becker. Carroll has it second eight. Becker lobs one and it's incomplete in the flat. As Starks couldn't gather it. Uh, they went man free there, and that's a tough throw the way they ran that, uh, the running back there. If they would have swinged him instead of trying to put him out in the flat, it would have been much better and an easier throw, but big third and eight here. 3.46 to play in the hey, half. Carroll with the ball in Westfield territory again, but like you said, facing third and eight from the Shamrock 42. Three receivers to the left this time. Two to the right for Becker. Empty backfield. Becker back to throw. Rolls to his right. Faces pressure. Throws, and it's incomplete near the marker on the far side. Pass, incomplete. Man, and that Popeye Williams, he, he just down. strapped it up and went knowing that it was going to be a throw. And good coverage, and now they're going to have to punt again. There was just nothing there for Becker to throw to. Pass intended for Starks, the running back out of the backfield. But uh, like you said, Carroll forced the punt here with 3.39 to play in the half with a fourth and eight. And that'll send Jester on to punt. Pressure, and Jester gets it away. Good kick, and it's fair caught by Westfield right at their own 10-yard line. And that's Wolf with a fair catch, and Westfield will take over on offense. And a late flag. Well, it's way back here. And that's at midfield, so something happened uh, after the play. Well, they look like the way the body language of Dylan Bennett is, it looks like maybe they're going to call something on him. And the officials talking it over. Carroll, players on the field actually walking back as well. well I can't imagine it unless it was a continue, uh, be, you know, before the fair catch, they could theoretically make him punt again. But I can't imagine that. So 
One of the officials talking with Carroll coach Doug Dynan, another right next to Westfield coach Jake Gilbert. Here's the call. <laughs> After the play was over, dead ball. Unsportsmanlike conduct on the kicking team. Wow. That's a 15-yard penalty. First down, Westfield. That's like giving them a, a first down, you know, first play of the drive because they had him down to the 10, and now it's going to be first and 10 on the 25. Just the second penalty on Carroll tonight, but one was a pass interference. This one an unsportsmanlike conduct, so the yardage not helping the Chargers. Yeah, that was very – I mean, that was way back behind the play. I didn't see what occurred. I kind of got the impression Dylan Bennett may have been the culprit on that unsportsmanlike. And they need him in the ball game. So Westfield will take over first and 10 from their own 25 with 333 to play in the half, leading 10 to nothing. Webster throws over the middle. He's got a man, Aaron Bolas. No, he dropped Incomplete. It. And Aaron Bolas pounds the turf a couple of times in frustration. That one's just slightly behind him. Yeah, it, it, it was a catchable ball. I mean, it wasn't perfect in terms of ball placement, but it was a nice enough throw by Webster that uh, he could make that play and a gift for Carroll there because that just another long foul ball. So second out and 10 for Westfield again working from their own 25 yard line two receivers to the right one to the left for Webster. Webster looks back to the sideline play clock down to three to two and he just gets it off. Handoff goes to Hatchet running to his right. He's kind of jogging, flag thrown, and Hatchet gets across the 30 to the 31. Another late flag. They're going to get called for holding. And another flag. And another flag. And that was a dead ball. So. Well, that was a bad penalty again. I think Justin Anderson was the one that got called for on the sideline. Got to control your emotions here. You got a 10 nothing ball game. You can't hurt yourself. They just got a penalty for holding, and you get a dead fall penalty for unsportsmanlike. So officials having a little mini conference at the about the 25 yard line of Westfield as Westfield works left to right. As they discuss this one, taking a bit of time, 3.20 to play here in the half. Again, Westfield leading 10 to nothing. We've had off and on kind of wintry mix. In the wind? Yeah, and the wind has definitely picked up in the second quarter as well. I guess you could say it's November. That's right. You know, this is, again, 3.20 left here. Carroll could try to get it back. Holding on the offense. After the play was over, dead ball, personal foul on the defense. That's a 15-yard penalty. Remains second down. So they're going to mark 15 off for, for a hold, and then they're going to mark the personal foul. <laughs> and the official trots it off. 
first and ten for Westfield now from their own, uh, or excuse me, yeah, second down. Base. And second and short. <laughs> Basically where the ball ended up out of bounds. Yeah. So it's... The 32, which is where Hatchet was basically tackled. So second down and about four for Westfield. Two receivers left, one to the right. Hainoff goes to Hatchet, running left side. Hatchet on and the is tackled just shy of his own 35-yard line. And it'll bring up a third and short. Ball is just shy of the Westfield 35-yard line. Third and one here with three minutes down. left in the half. Big drive for both these teams, Shannon, before we close out the first half. Yeah. Westfield leading 10-0. Westfield with a chance to really add to it. Carroll with a stop. Really keeps themselves in it. Worst case scenario, you, you keep them to 10-0 at halftime if you don't get the ball back here. Westfield with it, third and short, and Webster stumbles forward and gets the first down across his own 35 to the 37-yard line. I imagine Westfield is going to try to put themselves in a position to at least try to get a chance at three field goal. And it's really the offenses on really outside that first drive for Westfield off the interception turnover. Um, it's, there, there's kind of not been a great rhythm, you know. We talked about that at the at the break there, you know, just not any offensive rhythm here. Not much of a flow as Westfield has it first and ten from their own 38, and we have a flag and looks like a motion there on the Shamrocks. Well, that should help Carroll because now it's going to be first and uh, 15 with 2:11 left, so. Dead ball foul. 12 starts on the offense. The five-yard penalty. Still first down. So the penalty on Westfield there. And the clock will roll as we near the two-minute mark of the first half. Again, Westfield still leaning 10 to nothing over Carroll. They have it first and about 15. And Webster throws oh, over the wow. middle. Wow, nice catch. That one. Catch and a throw. By Bruck. So Bruck with the reception. Number four, Ian Bruck. His first catch of the game. And bring up second down and about six for Westfield from their own 42. Yeah, good play there by Webster getting the ball out of his hands. Webster calls his own number, runs to his left, and is stopped on the at the 45. Tackled by Ottenweller. Bring up a third down at about three. And don't forget that Westfield deferred at the, ha at the first. And we have a player down, it looks like. Maybe Webster. Near midfield. It is Webster. And Webster slow to get up. In fact, he's limping off the field with the help of the trainers. Yeah, he's uh, he's hurting. And that'll bring the, the coach's son, Jackson Gilbert, on for the Shamrocks here. Well, nowadays with, uh, sh you know, most teams in the shotgun, you're not worried about a bad center quarterback exchange mm -hmm. like in the old days where most of the snaps occurred under center. Webster will have to come out for one play unless, I believe, I think they can get him back in if they take a timeout. So have not had a timeout officially called. And Webster took off his helmet. 
near the sideline, and now he's kind of back in the huddle. He's, he's got to come out for a play. Yeah, and, and some of the fans are questioning what's going on here. Well, I don't, I'm not understanding why the official isn't putting the ball in play here. I mean, it's, you know, he, he's an injured player. He's got to come out, and they should be putting the ball in play, but it's... Uh, a conversation there by the two officials on the sideline. I'm not sure what they're can be conversing about. And after the officials chat with Westfield coach Jake Gilt. I'm guessing Gilbert's asking if he can take a timeout to put him back in, but I'd... I... I a good, job, a good job of delaying there because yeah. his son was uh, the quarterback, the backup, which you said is Gilbert, had a chance to really warm up the arm. But the clock is whining, so. Yeah, so the ball's ready for play, and Gilbert is on the backup, the 5'9", 180-pound sophomore. But uh, looks like they're content to burn clock here, inside five on the play clock. Hauser and Hatchet, as Hauser gets to the direct snap, runs to his right and knocked out of bounds at midfield. That'll be enough for Shamrock first down. Yeah, he got the first down. And it's interesting over there on the Westfield sideline, they've got two single people you know, doing the hand signals for the plays. They're dressed in, you know, kind of a construction vest. <laughs> One of them happens, I believe, to be a girl that's singling in the plays, and she's actually doing a pretty good job. So clock stop with 53.9 to play in the half. Again, Westfield with the ball at midfield. They lead it 10 to nothing over Carroll. Really first down and 10 for Westfield as Webster back on. Play clock down to one. Webster gets the snap, hands it off to Hauser, and he rumbles forward inside the Carroll 45 to the 44-yard line. Carroll's got to keep their cool. I see a lot of their defensive players really being overly animated after the play, and they're going to just have to play to the whistle and then stop the, you know, the talking afterwards. Westfield takes a timeout. And after that long delay, they pick up the first down, Shannon, on the Wildcat play. And they're able to keep the drive alive. Yeah. And a quick score update here from the Indiana Physical Therapy scoreboard. Adam Central is up 28 to nothing after a Ryan Black touchdown from about 36 yards out. So Adam Central well in control tonight at South Adams, 28 nothing. Trying to make it to 2-0 and on the year against the rivals in Adams County. So that's that one not as close, I think, as we would have expected. Going into it. Well, I think there was consideration about the field down there at South Adams being torn up and kind of muddy, but it, I didn't think that would affect a team that runs the football as much as Adams Central does. So out of the timeout, Westfield will have it second down and four from the Carroll 44-yard line. 48 ticks to play. In fact, they adjusted the game clock there. Yeah. Another quick score update here before the play. Zionsville is up over Bishop DeWanger, 28-14, with 7.30 to go. So out of the timeout, Webster will have three receivers to his right, one to his left for Westfield. 
they lead it 10 to nothing, trying to add to it before the half. Webster to throw, throws it down the sideline, and it's caught. Did caught before he's no. knocked out of bounds. Out of They're going to say out of bounds. Yeah. Incomplete, Incomplete to Wasserstrom. Wow. Kind of, I mean, it got behind him. I mean, that was a, the one thing. Good throw. I mean, he's got some speed down the side. Out of bounds. But uh, I, will, I was a little surprised there that they were able to get that, you know, that type of throw when they think they're trying to get three here. Bring up third down and four for the Shamrocks at the Carroll 44-yard line. 39.8 seconds playing the half. Webster to throw. Looks, there's a, a flag. Webster takes off on his feet, and he's tackled and upended out of bounds on the far side of the field on the sideline as enough for the first. But again, flag down on the field, as Shannon mentioned, likely be a hold on the Westfield offensive line. That was a nice play by Tucker steely but this is going to be a huge benefit for carol here and a scoreboard update for you in the 2a regional number four east side defeats number one eastbrook 21 to 14 from the indiana physical therapy scoreboard the blazers will play the winner between Adrian, Adrian, and LaVille. And on the offense, that's a huge one. Laban Davis, 31 rush attempts for 213 yards, three touchdowns. Wow. Yeah. Well, they're going to, you know, he's a phenomenal player. I'm guessing they're going to face Andrean, mm -hmm. and they've got a phenomenal team. I think one of their linebackers is a Notre Dame commit. Oh, yes, yes. The, uh, I know you're talking about, forget the name, but yeah. I believe he's, he's a yeah, he's borderline five-star player. Yeah, he's a good player. Third down and 20 for Westfield. They'll hand it off, and Hatchet gets up to near midfield the ball carrier. as the clock will roll, and another timeout called. Clock stops with I would, just under 24 seconds to play in the I, first half. I would imagine they're going to have to get the ball down to at least the 25 to attempt a field. But this win is it's a crosswind, so it's mm -hmm. not, you know, it's going to be one of those things that... Game clock operator, please put 25 seconds back on the game clock. 25? So they move up the game clock seconds, to 25 please. seconds exactly. Okay. I thought he was saying add 25 <laughs> seconds. With, holy cow. But you got to think that they're going to, you know, try something here. It's fourth down and 12, so... I, I think he may be a punt here, don't you? Up yeah. 10 to nothing. Got half time. You're going to get the ball back in the, you know, opening kickoff of the second half. I mean, this would be a big win for Carroll's defense and keeping the score at least in striking distance, only being down 10 here possibly at halftime. So out of the timeout, Carroll expecting Westfield to punt and... Caleb King onto the field to punt it away. Webster set to uh, actually make that Webster field. on to punt it. Webster gets it, oh. boots it high, and will bounce and inside the 30 to the 20 at the 27-yard line. So. Carroll will have it first and 10 with just 13.3 seconds to play in the half, and you would think, Shannon, Carroll will just take a knee here. 
Yeah, take a knee, go on at halftime, get some get some things uh, ironed out. One of them, I think, is they've got to stop the talking and, and uh, get stay away from these 15-yard unsports and bikes and personal personal fouls that they've taken here in the first half. So first and ten for Carroll from their own 27. Two receivers either side for Becker. Back in the gun. Now he will go back to throw. Steps up. Throws it and incomplete in front of the Carroll sideline on the near side. Hafner was there along with Hirschberger, kind of both in between on the reception, uh, attempted reception there. I'm, I'm a little surprised there. I mean, I get it. You're down 10 nothing, but you got the ball and you're 27. Well, you, you kind of thought that uh, Becker would just take off and yeah, run there. right. He had, he had a bit of a lane. Two receivers either side for second and ten for Becker. Seven and a half seconds play in the half. Throws the screen to Starks. Starks gets it across the 30, and he's tackled, and that will end the first half. And your score, Westfield leads it 10 to nothing over Carroll here in this Class 6A regional championship game. We'll take a timeout. We'll be back with the Hoopy Insurance's Services halftime show right after this here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Get the latest knife info from the area's premier knife shop. Follow Blademan's on Facebook and Instagram today and get the latest on what's happening at Blademan's Knife Shop at the Shops of Scott Road. Hello, this is Mark, the owner of Blademan's Knife Shop. I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to check out the area's best selection of quality knives. We carry Benchmade, Hogue, Protec, Microtech, Emerson Knives, Zero Tolerance, and many more. We have the best selection of premium knives anywhere within 100 miles of Fort Wayne. So come in and check out our great selection and have a cup of coffee on me. Before you experience the world-class quality in store, see fresh inventory updates and limited-time specials at the Blademan's Facebook page. Some inventory, unique colors and new styles only stay in stock for a day or two so be in the know and update your knife collection the smart way follow blademans today as always 10 percent discount for police and military and on-site sharpening service join the community of premium blade buffs at blademans facebook and instagram today there's only one original stuffed crust pizza, and it's only at Pizza Hut, where they've been stuffing crust since 1995. So next time you're looking for the OG, the original stuffed crust pizza, you better call or stop by your local Pizza Hut restaurant. Any other stuff is just stuff. Can you believe people used to just throw their crust away? Not if Pizza Hut has anything to say about it. Pair the original stuffed crust with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. All you can eat. That's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. There's only one original stuffed crust pizza, and it's only at Pizza Hut, where they've been stuffing crust since 1995. So next time you're looking for the OG, the original stuffed crust pizza, you better call or stop by your local Pizza Hut restaurant. Any other stuff is just stuff. Can you believe people used to just throw their crust away? Not if Pizza Hut has anything to say about it. Pair the original stuffed crust with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. All-you-can-eat. That's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. 
Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate and win big with Alliance Exteriors. This is an exclusive presentation of high school sports. It's the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. And welcome back to the campus of Carroll High School. Caleb Hatch and Shannon Griffith with you here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. As your score at the break... The Westfield Shamrocks lead the Carroll Chargers 10 to nothing here at the half. And your two scoring plays in that first half for Westfield. The first quarter, Maximus Webster scored on a two-yard touchdown run with 3.46 to play in the first quarter. Caleb King extra point was good. Westfield led it 7 to nothing. And that was their score at the end of one. In the second quarter, early in the second quarter, Caleb King with a 36-yard field goal the 1049 mark that was the only scoring in quarter number two to give us our 10 to nothing halftime score and other things of note in this first half penalties pretty even westfield with four carroll with three but it's it's been the type of penalties for carroll shannon yeah that have really hurt them yeah it's 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 the the penalties that you have control over and that's the penalties of doing the talking and you know extracurricular things after the play and some of them, you always say as a coach, it's always the second guy that's going to get nailed in a shoving match or, you know, whatever. Carroll's had two critical ones tonight. That hasn't helped them in terms of, you know, field position. Plus, it's given Westfield uh, cheap yards, you know. And, uh, you know, going back to the scoring there in the first half, you know, the key there, the <laughs> both off of uh, turnovers. So they've gotten like 10 points off of turnovers. Uh, uh, Westfield had that West Westfield had that nice first drive of the game where they went 11 plays and 73 yards and uh but since then, Carroll's defense has done pretty good with the, you know, keeping them in check. Not, you know, they've had a couple of shots beyond them that they've just missed, you know, that could have been in big plays. But uh, offensively, I think Carroll's going to have to start doing some of the quick game on the outside, short throws with the win because Westfield is giving them that and then find ways to mix the run with that because they've had some success running the ball. Uh, it's just not, they just haven't been able to sustain drive. You know, another factor that I think is really just the, the key thing with this 10-0 halftime lead for Westfield. Carroll with an interception and a fumble, so turnovers, 10 points off turnovers for the Shamrocks. Meanwhile, for Carroll, I mean, they had opportunities, a couple of plays in that second quarter. It looked like Carroll would get a pick, and they just couldn't quite hang on. Well, yeah, and, they, and a couple of them hit them right in the chest, you yeah. know, and they could have had that one pick, but they would have gotten the ball on uh, inside on the Westfield's 40, you know, so those are plays that, man, you got to make in these type of games because 
you got to find ways to, to, you know, gain a possession back. So uh, I believe in the second half, you know, Carroll can, you know, mix things up again on offense uh, and then find ways maybe to steal a possession here in this second half since Westfield's going to get the opening kickoff. So taking a look at uh, the drive chart, uh, Shannon, with all the details on what both teams did in this first half. Well, the first thing that, that, that comes to mind on the first drive of the game, that's when the interception took place on for Carroll after about a seven, eight-play drive and gave uh, uh, Westfield the ball, and then they had that big two penalties. So it was first and 25 on that big, long drive that Westfield had, and they ended up going on it. That was an 11-play drive. And then the next series, after six plays, Becker fumbles the football uh, that ended up in a field goal for Westfield, and then from there on out, it was uh, it was punt, punt, punt in the second quarter. No, you know, outside of that one score on the field goal by Caleb King. From there on out, it's just been punts and punts for both teams. Nothing really like we talked about. The rhythm for the offense is kind of left uh, in that second quarter. So. Uh, probably some of the things we thought about, you know, defense being on both sides of Westfield's defense and Carroll's defense, pretty stout. And um, I still think in the second half here, they got it, you know, they're still within 10 points. It's not out of hand. Uh, they've got every opportunity here to get to get things going in the second half. Got to come out and get a three and out. That would be the big thing here if they could do that. You know, that that is something when you look at what Westfield does on this opening second half drive, like you said, I think that will kind of set the tone for what we expect in the second half. One thing we didn't see in the first half, really a lack of big plays for either team. Yeah, and then, and, and then of course, there was a couple of those big plays that they both could have had that ended up in, you know, one was an interception Jeff threw over the right receiver's head. He had him wide open, and that ended up in an inter, inter, uh, interception. And then uh, Maximus Webster had a couple of them, one, two of them. He, basically, the receiver was out of bounds, but he caught the football. And then the one there close to that second half uh, drive where he had the post route, and it was just enough behind the receiver. He didn't make the play. And uh, just like I said on Carroll's side of the ball defensively, when they had a chance to make those plays interceptions, they missed. Well, same thing could be said about Westfield. When they've had the chance for the big play, they've also missed. So uh, both teams have not really gotten those explosive plays that you like to get and take some big chunks. And uh, right now, they're, both offenses have been held pretty much in check all night. We're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll take a look at the Indiana Physical Therapy scoreboard with the other Northeast Indiana High School football regional scores, along with an update on the Comets, plus IU and Purdue in action on the hardwood. That's all coming up as we continue on the Hoopy Insurance Services halftime show as Westfield leads Carroll 10 to nothing in the Class 6A regional championship game here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. It's Menard's last. 11% rebate sale of 2021. We have the largest in-stock appliance selection to take home today at the lowest prices. Choose from our great selection of top brands like Whirlpool, KitchenAid, Amana, Maytag, and Criterion. Right now, all appliances are 11% off. Menard's last 11% rebate sale of 2021 is good through Wednesday, November 24th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money. 
EverTrue Financial Services is a full-service, independent, registered investment advisor firm. As an independent firm, they have the ability to research various providers and work with over 50 different companies to help you find the best products. You have financial goals. EverTrue Financial Services would like to help you get there. Contact Greg Smith at EverTrue Financial Services to help you preserve, protect, and grow your financial future. Deep Roots, Strong Branches, EverTrue Financial Services, a proud supporter of the high school football broadcasts. Every six minutes, a utility line is damaged by reckless digging. So Indiana relies on 811 superheroes like Steve the Plumber. I contact 811 before I do my work. Mary the Gardener. Before I plant a tree, I contact 811. And Mike the Landscaper. I dig for a living, but always contact 811. Prevent damages or injury. Call 811 or go online. 811now.com. Sponsored by the Indiana Utility Regulatory Commission, this station, and the Indiana Broadcasters Association. Now back to the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. And welcome back to the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Report. Caleb Hatch and Shannon Griffith with you here on 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Our score at the break in the Class 6A Regional Championship game here at Carroll High School. Westfield leading Carroll 10 to nothing. Time to take a look at the area scoreboard. First off, we'll, we'll keep it in football. We have some basketball and a hockey score for you as well. But in Class 5A, Zionsville defeats Bishop Dwinger 35-14 to the final there. So the season comes to an end for the Saints. In 3A, Brebuff Jesuit of Indianapolis playing at Norwell. And Brebuff wins it 38-9. to So the night season also comes to a close. In Class 2A, Eastbrook and Eastside. Two undefeated teams. And it's Eastside that continues to march on. They win it 21-14. to Eastside likely to host Andrean next Friday night in the Class 2A semi-state. And then in one that uh, we don't have a final in, but uh, at last check looks like it's pretty much over, Shannon. Adams Central leading South Adams at South Adams 28 to nothing in the Class A regional. So looks like the Adams Central Jets will continue on to the semi-state. Really no surprises here. I think uh, East Side maybe a slight surprise meeting Eastbrook. Well, you know, one of the things to that game, too, Eastbrook has turf, and so they had to go up and play on uh, grass tonight, and I would imagine that was a little bit of a change-up, just because I'm sure the grass was maybe a little bit taller up there at Eastbrook, but what can you say about Laban Davis? 200 plus yards rushing tonight, three touchdowns. He is a phenomenal uh, player. We saw him do that last week at Lures. And if you haven't seen him, I would encourage you to head up there for the semi-state game next week because that kid is is a, an electrifying player. A couple of other bonus scores. The Comets lead it 2 to nothing into the second period over the Cincinnati Cyclones. IU defeats Northern Illinois on the hardwood 85-49. to And number 7, Purdue, they lead it 51-30 to over Indiana State at the half. We're going to take a timeout. We come back. We'll be ready for the second half of play as Carroll tries to rally back against Westfield. The Chargers trail the Shamrocks 10 to nothing. You're listening to Class 6A Regional Championship game on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Listen closely. I'm going to give you a name you can totally trust when it comes to work on your vehicle. Cruzy Automotive Service. I know it's tough to go to somebody you've never seen 
before, but trust me, I've been going to Cruzy for almost 40 years because they do it the right way. Proper diagnosis, they'll do quality work, get the car repaired right the first time, and never charge you more than you should pay for work that's done on your car at Cruzy Automotive Service. In fact, for you to experience Cruzy Automotive Service right now, I've set up this special, just $15.75 for a full-service oil change. That's right, $15.75 for a full-service oil change at Cruzy Automotive Service. That's K-R-U-S-E on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell gas station. Just tell them you heard this ad on 1380 The Fan, and you can get a full-service oil change for just $15.75. 489-1089. 489-1089 for Cruzy Automotive Service. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. EverTrue Financial Services is a full-service, independent, registered investment advisor firm. As an independent firm, they have the ability to research various providers and work with over 50 different companies to help you find the best products. You have financial goals. EverTrue Financial Services would like to help you get there. Contact Greg Smith at EverTrue Financial Services to help you preserve, protect, and grow your financial future. Deep roots, strong branches. EverTrue Financial Services, a proud supporter of the high school football broadcasts. 13. 80 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. And just a couple of minutes away from the start of this second half here from Carroll High School as Carroll trails Westfield 10 to nothing in this Class 6A Regional Championship game. Cable Patch alongside Shannon Griffith with you here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Shannon, what are going to be some keys for each team here in this second half? Well, I think for Westfield, I think they got to feel pretty good about, you know, coming on the road and getting, getting you know, 10 points off of two turnovers. Offensively, I think they just continue to do what they're doing. They're a ball control offense, and, you know, Maximus uh, Webster in the tandem in the backfield with Micah Hauser, those two, you know, pretty much tonight have been the keys for their offense. Then Carroll on, on their offense, I think they're going to have to start taking some advantages of the coverage in the passing game that they're seeing on early downs to give them a better chance to convert third downs. Uh, defensively, you, you know, you got to keep them in front of you. Don't give up the big play. This would be a great time for them to get a three and out defensively to, to kind of get that momentum going here in the second half. And who knows, this may come down to a field goal. I mean, the way it's going here with a 10 nothing ball game. And the weather has been a bit of a factor. Yes, it's chilly in the low to mid-30s, but we've seen a snow squall before the game. And we've seen some drizzle and, some, and more so rain off and on 
throughout the first half. But more importantly, Shannon, it's been the wind as it's yeah. been gusting off and on. Yeah, and it's it's been blowing pretty much across the field. Now it looks like it's blowing a little bit uh, northerly from here on the field, you know. But I do believe, again, it's going to play a huge factor here in the second half because, like you said, we get those gusts of wind, and that can be a, play havoc on a quarterback. Another updated score for you from the Indiana Physical Therapy scoreboard. Late in the fourth quarter, the Adams Central Flying Jets leading the South Adams Starfires with 3.35 to play in the fourth quarter. Adams Central, in fact, they've just scored again. It's 40 to nothing for the Jets. Extra wow. point pending here. So it looks like Adams Central will advance to the Class A semi-state. Two of the top teams north and south of the Fort Wayne area going to move on. Good to see. So two area teams set to move on. Could be three, depending on the outcome of this one, if Carroll can rally back here in this second half. And of note in that first half, Westfield quarterback Maximus Webster was shook up on one of the plays. He did return. However, we have not seen Carroll running back Luke Carmody return since an injury early in the ball game. So uh, number 22 been out for the Chargers. In fact, he's uh, on the field, but his helmet is off, so I'm not sure if he will return in the second half. Yeah, and, you know, I think the biggest thing, too, uh, with Carroll's defense is they still got to, you know, put a body on uh, Webster. The more you can get to him and give him and hit him, now legally, of course, but hit him, you know, that's just a reminder that they're there, and it may get him looking around a little bit, you know, where those hits are coming from. So enough uh, times that they can get there to put a hit on him, the better. So to start the second half, it will be Westfield set to receive. They'll send Hatchet uh, back deep. And Aaron Bullis. You know, the other. And Aaron Bullis, the return men. The, the other thing that you could say that Carroll's starting to uh, feel here in the playoffs is the, you know, missing cornerstone, coverstone, you know, uh, his, his ability. Uh, Speed-wise, would have been a great factor tonight, but unfortunately, the young man got hurt a couple weeks ago and is out. Evan Jester set to kick it away, and the ball actually falls <laughs> off the tee. Falls so off the tee. Here we I'll go. Have to reset it. When picking up. <laughs> yeah, you can hear it now. It's swirling too. You know, it's you know we had a kind of a northerly. Now it's kind of a what? Say northeast type of wind direction. So kickoff attempt number two here as we are set to start the second half. Westwood leading Carroll 10 to nothing. Jester boots it away for Carroll. A high kick. Wow. In fact, it sails into the end zone. So the wind Jester probably aided that one, carried it into the end zone. And Westfield, Westfield drive will, begin at their own will take it line. first and 10 from their own 20 working left to right. You know, Jester, he's got one of the strongest legs in the Summit Athletic Conference again this year. I mean, we've been, there's been some really good kickers around this year uh, that we've been able to see with their strength of the legs and driving it in the end zone. It's been a, that's a huge weapon. 41 nothing. the score now for Adams Central over South Adams clock rolling inside two and a half minutes to play in that ball game. So looks like Adams Central will advance 
to semi-state. As Westfield now, here in this one in 6A play, has it first and 10 from their own 20. Hauser gets it, runs to his left across the 25, and he is brought down just across the 25 to the 26-yard line. Little counter play back into the boundary there. You know, their their offensive line, I tell you, they're pretty good. They do a good job of getting uh, a good push, and Carroll there towards the end of the first half, they were doing a better job of getting penetration so second down and three for Westfield from their own 27 and Hauser gets another handoff mm. and he gets across the 30 breaks the tackle Carroll tries Hauser to strip it but Hauser is brought down by at the 32 Alex Smith had a chance to corral him there in the backfield for probably a yard or two loss there and Hauser broke the tackle. Hauser, the 5'11", 185-pound senior, has run for over 900 yards on the season and 18 touchdowns, but also a key cog of their defense at the safety position. Yeah, and the other thing we probably need to check on is whether or not Jeff Becker had enough yardage there in the first half to become the all-time leading rusher. Webster fakes the handoff, shakes the tackle, runs to his left, gets across the 35, up to his 30. They're going to spot it at the 39-yard line. You know, Ottenweiler had him dead to rights. Just come under control there. That would have been a loss of about five yards. So already we've seen two huge missed tackles that would have resulted in negative plays. But now it's second and three for probably one of the best efficiency offense that I've seen on first and second down. 10-20 and counting to play here in the third quarter. Westfield leads it 10 to nothing. They have the football second and three from their own 39. Back to throw. Webster lobs one down the field. And it's caught by Brock. Brock all the way down to the Carroll 24-yard line. Well, you're not going to keep him down because that was an excellently thrown ball on the post by Webster. Man, oh, man, was that a great throw. That one goes for 37 yards across the middle of the field, and Westville has it first and 10 from the Carroll 24. 10 to play here in the third. Hauser gets the handoff, runs to his left, and he actually is dropped for a loss of a yard. they bring up second 11 for Westfield from the Carroll 25. Yeah, they missed a hold there, too, and they were caught that pretty frequently in the first half, but man, oh man, they tackle off. spotted at the 25. 9.40 and counting to play here in the third. Again, Westfield with a 10-0 lead, trying to add to it here on their opening drive of the third quarter. Webster has two receivers to his right, one to his left this time. Hauser behind him. Hauser gets the handoff up the middle, and he rolls down to about the Carroll 21-yard line, pick up a four, bring up a third and about six. Well, you got to think, hold him to three here if you, you know, on this third and seven. Try to get it uh, where they can't uh, take two to get the first here because uh, holding the three would be a a win for Carroll's defense. Westfield with it, third and seven from the Carroll 21-yard line. Webster looks to the sideline. He'll have two receivers to his right. One out wide to his left. That's Brooke. Five on the play clock. 
Webster looks, rolls to his right after taking the snap, throws, and it's caught. And Aaron Bolas has it inside the 10. It'll be first and goal for the Rocks at the Carroll 7-yard line. Just a little rollout. Marked down at the Carroll. Freshman receiver just kind of found a void and sat down in it. Really, that's a linebacker that should be underneath that. But, you know, when you get that sprint out, linebackers have a tendency to come off their coverage assignment thinking that the quarterback's going to run. And Webster did a great job and put it right on his number. Now two receivers left. And... Hauser gets the handoff up the middle, inside the five, and that's where he's met. Maybe lunges forward for another yard, and it'll be second out and goal for Westfield from the Carroll four-yard line. Eight minutes to play here in the third. Yeah, strong, he's a strong runner. He does a good job. He's good, good pad level. We've talked about that before, and, you know, he's 5'11", 185, and, again, we've seen these running backs this year that have gotten, you know, they're bigger. <laughs> a lot bigger. You know? Two receivers left. No receivers to the right for Webster. Hand off to Hauser. Hauser to the right, and he rumbles into the end zone for the touchdown. Four-yarder, four nice outside zone play. Broke a couple tackles, and wow. Not what you wanted to have happen for Carroll there on a big 80-yard drive by Westfield. That was set up by the big post route that uh, Webster threw for about 30-plus yards. So great start for Westfield there. So just like that, the Shamrocks lead it 16 to nothing as they open the second half with an 80-yard touchdown drive as Hauser takes it in from four yards out with 7.39 to play here in the third. Caleb King on for the extra point attempt. Gets the snap high. Kick is up. And we have a whistle before the play. And they... Motioning to King something here. Try is no good. Extra point is no good. Hmm. Uh, that was uh, kind of weird, wasn't it? Confusing. I mean, he got the kick off, but not sure if it had something to do with the the tee or or what happened there. Well, one of the things Westfield to point out here, that's a huge miss by Westfield because it's two possession, you know, two possession games. So uh, missing that uh, PAT could could uh, end up coming back to haunting them. That was a nine-play drive. So Westville goes right down the field to open up the second half. And we mentioned, Shannon, uh, lack of big plays in the first half as far as the offenses go. We saw them defensively for Westfield forcing the tur two turnovers. But that 37-yard pass play uh, down the middle to Bruck, I mean, that yeah. set up that drive. Well, as good a quarterback as Webster is, you know, was you know, you give him those opportunities, uh, he's going to hit one of them. And uh, that one, uh, excellent thrown football, put it right up enough air underneath it where the wideout really had to make a diving catch. But the point was is the ball was on time and ended up being the huge play for that drive. 7.39 to play here again in the third quarter. Westfield leads it 16 to nothing after the extra point try was no good for the Shamrocks as Caleb King is set to boot it away for Westfield. 
King steps and gets his right foot into it. A high but a short kick fielded at about the 11-yard line on the far side. Oh, they're gonna. Oh, wow, they got away with one there. And no, they didn't. There's a flag. Yeah, they're gonna get uh, lays off. I think he he, he tackled the guy. Tackled by Steenman. Penalty marker on the play. So officials talking this one over, and it is, yeah, I figured he'd get him. A penalty. And the field position, you know, will be moved back, and that's something that Carroll really hasn't had much of in this game. They've not really had great field position. Your treatment, Indiana Physical Therapy, is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. EverTrue Financial Services is a full-service, independent, registered investment advisor firm. As an independent firm, they have the ability to research various providers and work with over 50 different companies to help you find the best products. You have financial goals. EverTrue Financial Services would like to help you get there. Contact Greg Smith at EverTrue Financial Services to help you preserve, protect, and grow your financial future. Deep roots, strong branches. EverTrue Financial Services, a proud supporter of the high school football broadcasts. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. And just a couple of minutes away from the start of this second half here from Carroll High School as Carroll trails Westfield 10 to nothing in this Class 6A Regional Championship game. Cable Patch alongside Shannon Griffith with you here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Shannon, what are going to be some keys for each team here in this second half? Well, I think for Westfield, I think they got to feel pretty good about, you know, coming on the road and getting, getting you know, 10 points off of two turns turnovers offensively i think they just continue to do what they're doing they're a ball control offense and you know maximus uh, webster in the tandem in the backfield with micah hauser those two you know pretty much tonight have been the keys for their offense then carol on on their offense i think they're going to have to start taking some advantages of the coverage in the passing game that they're seeing on early downs to give them a better chance to convert third downs uh defensively you, you know you got to keep them in front of you don't give up the big play this would be a great time for them to get a three and out defensively to, to kind of get that momentum going here in the second half and who knows this may come down to a field goal i mean the way it's going here with a 10 nothing ball game and the weather has been a bit of a factor yes it's chilly in the low to mid 30s but we've seen a snow squall before the game then we've seen some drizzle and some and more so rain off and on throughout the first half but more importantly shannon it's been the wind as it's yeah. been gusting off and on yeah and it's it, it's been blowing pretty much across the field now it looks like it's blowing a little bit uh northerly from here on the field you know but i do
do believe, again, it's going to play a huge factor here in the second half because, like you said, we get those gusts of wind, and that can be a, play havoc on a quarterback. Another updated score for you from the Indiana Physical Therapy scoreboard. Late in the fourth quarter, the Adams Central Flying Jets leading the South Adams Starfires with 3.35 to play in the fourth quarter. Adams Central, in fact, they've just scored again. It's 40 to nothing for the Jets. Extra wow. point pending here. So it looks like Adams Central will advance to the Class A semi-state. Two of the top teams north and south of the Fort Wayne area going to move on. Good to see. So two area teams set to move on. Could be three, depending on the outcome of this one, if Carroll can rally back here in this second half. And of note in that first half, Westfield quarterback Maximus Webster was shook up on one of the plays. He did return. However, we have not seen Carroll running back Luke Carmody return since an injury early in the ball game. So uh, number 22 been out for the Chargers. In fact, he's uh, on the field, but his helmet is off. So I'm not sure if he will return in the second half. Yeah, I, you know, I think the biggest thing, too, uh, with Carroll's defense is they still got to, you know, put a body on uh, Webster. The more you can get to him and give him and hit him, now legally, of course, but hit him, you know, that's just a reminder that they're there. And it may get him looking around a little bit, you know, where those hits are coming from. So enough uh, times they can get there to put a hit on him, the better. So to start the second half, it will be Westfield set to receive. They'll send Hatchet uh, back deep. And Aaron Bullis. You know, the other, and Aaron Bullis, the return men. The, the other thing that you could say that Carroll's starting to uh, feel here in the playoffs is the, you know, missing cornerstone, coverstone, you know, uh, his, his ability... Uh, Speed-wise, would have been a great factor tonight, but unfortunately, the young man got hurt a couple weeks ago and is out. Evan Jester set to kick it away, and the ball actually falls <laughs> off the tee. Falls so off the tee. Here we I'll go. Have to reset it. When picking up. <laughs> yeah, you can hear it now. It's swirling too. You know, it's you know we had a kind of a northerly. Now it's kind of a what? Say northeast type of wind direction. So kickoff attempt number two here as we are set to start the second half. Westwood leading Carroll 10 to nothing. Jester boots it away for Carroll. A high kick. Wow. In fact, it sails into the end zone. So the wind Jester probably aided that one, carried it into the end zone. And Westfield, Westfield drive will, begin at their own will take it line. first and 10 from their own 20 working left to right. You know, Jester, he's got one of the strongest legs in the Summit Athletic Conference again this year. I mean, we've been, there's been some really good kickers around this year uh, that we've been able to see with their strength of the legs and driving it in the end zone. It's been a, that's a huge weapon. 41 nothing. They score now for Adams Central over South Adams clock rolling inside two and a half minutes to play in that ball game. So looks like Adams Central will advance to semi-state. 
as Westfield now here in this one in 6A play has it first and 10 from their own 20. Hauser gets it, runs to his left across the 25, and he is brought down just across the 25 to the 26-yard line. Little counter play back into the boundary there. You know, their they're offensive line, I tell you, they're pretty good. They do a good job of getting uh, a good push, and Carroll there towards the end of the first half, they were doing a better job of getting penetration. So, second down and three for Westfield from their own 27. And Hauser gets another handoff, mm. and he gets across the 30, breaks the tackle. Carroll tries Hauser to strip it, but carry. Hauser is brought down by at the 32. Alex Smith had a chance to corral him there in the backfield for probably a yard or two loss there, and Hauser broke the tackle. Hauser, the 5'11", 185-pound senior, has run for over 900 yards on the season and 18 touchdowns, but also a key cog of their defense at the safety position. Yeah, and the other thing we probably need to check on is whether or not Jeff Becker had enough yardage there in the first half to become the all-time leading rusher. Webster fakes the handoff, shakes the tackle, runs to his left, gets across the 35, up to his 30. They're going to spot it at the 39-yard line. You know, Ottenweiler had him dead to rights. And just come under control there. That would have been a loss of about five yards. So already we've seen two huge missed tackles that would have resulted in negative plays. But now it's second and three second down. for probably one of the best efficiency offense that I've seen on first and second down. 10-20 and counting to play here in the third quarter. Westfield leads it 10 to nothing. They have the football second and three from their own 39. Back to throw. Webster lobs one down the field. And it's caught by Brock. Brock all the way down to the Carroll 24-yard line. Well, you're not going to keep him down because that was an excellently thrown ball on the post by Webster. Man, oh, man, was that a great throw. That one goes for 37 yards across the middle of the field, and Westville has it first and 10 from the Carroll 24. 10 to play here in the third. Hauser gets the handoff, runs to his left, and he actually is dropped for a loss of a yard. They're bring up second 11 for Westfield from the Carroll 25. Yeah, they missed a hold there, too, and they were calling that pretty frequently in the first half, but man, oh man, they tackle off. spotted at the 25. 940 and counting to play here in the third. Again, Westfield with a 10-0 lead, trying to add to it here on their opening drive of the third quarter. Webster has two receivers to his right, one to his left this time. Hauser behind him. Hauser gets the handoff up the middle, and he rolls down to about the Carroll 21-yard line, pick up a four, bring up a third and about six. Well, you got to think, hold him to three here if you, you know, on this third and seven. Try to get it uh, where they can't uh, take two to get the first here because uh, holding the three would be a vic the win for Carroll's defense. Westfield with it, third and seven from the Carroll 21-yard line. Webster looks to the sideline. He'll have two receivers to his right. One out wide to his left. That's Brock. Five on the play clock. Webster looks, rolls to his right after taking the snap, throws, and it's caught 
And Aaron Bullis has it inside the 10. It'll be first and goal for the Rocks at the Carroll 7-yard line. Just a little rollout. Marked down at the Carroll. Freshman receiver just kind of found a void and sat down in it. Really, that's a linebacker that should be underneath that. But, you know, when you get that sprint out, linebackers have a tendency to come off their coverage assignment thinking that the quarterback's going to run. And Webster did a great job and put it right on his number. Now two receivers left, and Hauser gets the handoff up the middle, inside the five, and that's where he's met, maybe lunges forward for another yard, and it'll be second out and goal for Westfield from the Carroll four-yard line. Eight minutes to play here in the third. Yeah. Strong, he's a strong runner. He does a good job. He's good, good pad level. We've talked about that before. And, you know, he's 5'11", 185. And, again, we've seen these running backs this year that have gotten, you know, they're bigger. <laughs> a lot bigger. You know? Two receivers left. No receivers to the right for Webster. Hand off to Hauser. Hauser to the right. And he rumbles into the end zone for the touchdown. Four-yarder. Four nice outside zone play. They broke a couple tackles, and wow, not what you wanted to have happen for Carroll there on a big 80-yard drive by Westfield that was set up by the big post route that uh, Webster threw for about 30-plus yards. So great start for Westfield there. So just like that, the Shamrocks lead it 16 to nothing as they open the second half with an 80-yard touchdown drive as Hauser takes it in from four yards out with 7.39 to play here in the third. Caleb King on for the extra point attempt. Gets the snap high. Kick is up. And we have a whistle before the play. And they... Ref motioning to King something here. Try is no good. Extra point is no good. Hmm. Uh, that was uh, kind of weird. What confusing? That? I mean, he got the kick off, but not sure if it had something to do with the the tee or or what happened there. Well, one of the things Westfield to point out here, that's a huge miss by Westfield because it's two possession, you know, two possession game. So uh, missing that uh, PAT could. Could uh, end up coming back to haunting them. That was a nine-play drive. So Westville goes right down the field to open up the second half. And we mentioned, Shannon, uh, lack of big plays in the first half as far as the offenses go. We saw them defensively for Westfield forcing the tur two turnovers. But that 37-yard pass play uh, down the middle to Bruck, I mean, that yeah. set up that drive. Well, as good a quarterback as Webster is, you know, was you know, you give him those opportunities, uh, he's going to hit one of them, man. And uh, that one, uh, excellent thrown football. Put it right up enough air underneath it where the wideout really had to make a diving catch. But the point was is the ball was on time and ended up being the huge play for that drive. 
7.39 to play here again in the third quarter. Westfield leads it 16 to nothing after the extra point try was no good for the Shamrocks as Caleb King is set to boot it away for Westfield. King steps and gets his right foot into it. A high but a short kick fielded at about the 11-yard line on the far side. Oh, they're going to – oh, wow, they got away with one there. And no, they didn't. There's a flag. Hard. Yeah, they're going to get uh, lays off. I think he, he, he tackled the guy. Tackled by Seneman, penalty marker on the play. So officials talking this one over, and it is, yeah, I figured he'd get him. Penalty. And the field position, you know, will be moved back, and that's something that Carroll really hasn't had much of in this game. They've not really had great field possession. position. Turn, illegal block in the back on the return team. It's a 10-yard penalty. First down. You know, anywhere near midfield, you know, to start any of their drives. I mean, they're usually starting around their 25 or so yard line. This one going to be even worse. Yeah, that's not the way you wanted to start a drive. That's for sure. 7.32 to play here in the third quarter. Carroll has it first and 10 from their own 17-yard line. Two receivers to either side this time for Becker. Becker takes the snap. Handoff goes to Starks and a good run up the middle across the 25 where he is abruptly stopped. On the carry. Now bring up a second down and a Ball long two. At the 25, second down. Carroll going with some tempo. Becker fakes the pass, and then hands it off to Starks. Starks gets Starks the first, and it's tackled Tom just shy of the 30-yard line, running to his left. As Carroll works right to left on this possession. And the first down for Carroll will move the chains, and Carroll again pushing the pace here. Yeah, and Starks has really come on and taken the brunt of the, the load here, hasn't he? Two receivers either side for Becker. Seven minutes to play here in the third. Carroll trying to rally from 16-0 deficit. First down pass is complete to Hirschberger. And Hirschberger with a catch before he's knocked out of bounds on the near sideline in front of the Carroll bench. Again, though, another first down. Carroll with it first and 10 for their own 40 now. See, they're giving them that easy hitch route, and they ought to take it as much as they can. Three receivers to the right, one to the left this time for Becker from the gun. Becker fakes the handoff, slides one tackle, gets the edge before he's knocked out of, oh, and a, probably a late hit. We'll see if the official calls it. I'm surprised he didn't see that one there before Becker knocked out of bounds just shy of midfield. Yeah, it was a pretty good act, too, by, uh, <laughs> by Jeff. I mean, he was kind of a little pushed, but he did do a little bit of acting there. So second down and one for Carroll from their own 49. Again, two receivers either side. Becker fumbles the snap. He quickly recovers it. And it'll be a loss of two. On the ground. Took his eyes off the ball there. And loss on the man, play. that's hard to take because now it's now it's third and three. And what was looking like for sure being two down territory, now you at least got to get something as Carroll will, will line up here with three receivers right, one to the left. West, Westfield going to man free here. Becker. Oh, no, we have movement. Gonna... And 
That was Rust. Yeah, the left moved. tackle, Rust, moved early. That will back up Carroll another five yards. You know, these are the things that they've done thus far. They've hurt themselves with some key penalties at the wrong time or like the fumbled snap there, kind of uncharacteristic. But what was third and three now is third and uh, third and uh, eight. So third and eight for Carroll from their own 42. 6.15 and counting to play here in the third. Carroll trailing 16 nothing. Two receivers either side for Becker. Takes the snap from the gun. Lobs it, throws, and it's caught. A nice first throw. down to Hershberger across midfield before he's knocked out of bounds on the near side at the Westfield 40-yard line. Well, they did, but basically kind of a four uh, fade on the outside. But what Hershberger did is he went out and set in the hole between the corner and safety. Big up of eight. More tempo. They get go. it and knocked out of bounds is after the tight end. Yeah, they keep throwing that pass right in front of the Carroll bench on the near side as Carroll again continues to extend deeper into Westfield territory here. Westfield is really playing soft, and that's what they got to do. They got to take advantage of it. First and ten for Carroll, or excuse me, second and five for Carroll from the Westfield 35. Starks breaks one tackle. He moves forward. His lineman tries to help him, and it's going to be a loss of about a yard bring up third and six yeah jeff should have pulled that one that you know that's a true read for him i'm quite surprised by him not pulling it there it was pretty evident that uh, had he pulled it he would have had a lot of yardage third and six for carroll from the westfield 36 535 to play here in the third becker back to throw steps up throws lobs one looking Got and it's caught touchdown and going into the end zone touchdown for aj lazoff 36 yards and carroll back in it they trail it 16-6 with 527 to play here in the third what a throw what a throw. That was a nice throw, and we'll see if they go for two here to make it a one-possession uh, game. And Carroll looks like they are going to go for it as they're looking to the sideline. And now we'll see what they draw up here for the two-point conversion try. Nearly three receivers to the right, one to the left. That lone receiver to the left is Hirschberger. Becker has Starks behind him. Becker rolls to his right. Looks, stops, throws over the middle, and it's caught. Oh, wow. He took a Caught by Hafner, and he is down on the turf. Now he's helped up by a teammate, but what a play. Well, that was a great job by him finding, finding the receiver in the back. Back of the end zone, but my oh man, he took a shot, and I'm surprised they didn't throw the flag there. And he's holding his left hand, and Coach Dinah is asking why that wasn't called as well. So with 5:27 to play here in the third quarter, it is Westfield 16, Carroll 8. You're listening to Class 6A Regional Championship game on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
There's only one original stuffed crust pizza, and it's only at Pizza Hut, where they've been stuffing crust since 1995. So next time you're looking for the OG, the original stuffed crust pizza, you better call or stop by your local Pizza Hut restaurant. Any other stuff is just stuff. Can you believe people used to just throw their crust away? Not if Pizza Hut has anything to say about it. Pair the original stuffed crust with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. All you can eat. That's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas the hut. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. 527 to play here in the third. Carroll answers Westfield's touchdown to open the second half with a touchdown and two-point conversion of their own. Carroll trailing 16-8 to as... Carroll set to kick it away, and a high kick, and that one will sail above Hatchet's head, and Westfield will have it first and 10 from their own 20-yard line. It's a huge uh, drive there by Carroll, going nine plays, 83 yards. It's a big 36-yard touchdown pass. That was a great throw. They ran a corner route, Lazoff did, and... Better just put enough air underneath it and uh, dropped it into Lazoff over a corner there. And, he, of course, he broke a tackle, got in the end zone. Well, and one-on-one coverage there. No no safety yeah. top over the help, and Becker recognized it. Well, and, you know, that's a big third and eight there. And they end up throwing a ball that probably Westfield said, hey, we'll take, we'll take our chances there. But, you know, Becker's such a great player. He made a great throw. Westfield takes over first and ten from their own 20. And... Getting stopped after running to the left is Hauser, and he had nowhere to go. Steely in on the tackle. Yeah, they kind of ran into the defensive end, and and uh, nice play. And again, I don't know why there's such a big conversation with Carroll's defensive line with the head official. You know, just play the next play, man. Under five minutes to play here in the third, Westfield with the football in a 16-8 lead over Carroll. Second and ten. Webster back to throw. Looks, has time, throws. Pass is caught, breaking one tackle and able to get a first down and able to take it. He's got one man to beat. He does. That's Aaron Bullis. Aaron Bullis continues to rumble for. He's finally caught up all the way down to the Carroll 20-yard line. Aaron Bullis just got it right out of gas there. Well, they just ran a basic boot uh, bootleg play, and Bolas was uh, the, about the third option on the drag route. He was about 10 yards across the ball. Webster hit him, and then he just turned his speed on and got to the sideline, and man, oh man, you understand now why he's a talented freshman. My goodness. Pickup of 60 yards on just a simple kind of over-the-middle pass play, and Aaron Bolas was able to break it. You almost thought he was going to take it all the way. Well, they've kept him pretty much in check, and I know they're very well aware of him, but and they missed a couple tackles there when they had a chance, and but his speed took over, and he was down the sideline quickly. First and 10 for Westfield in the Carroll 20-yard line. Three receivers left as Hauser gets the handoff and runs to his left and doesn't 
doesn't have much space, but able, able to make something out of it as he picks up about four. Yeah, he is a physical runner. He's not afraid to stick his nose in there. Second down. They'll bring up second now. They'll call it second and seven as the clock ticks near the four-minute mark of this third quarter. Again, Westfield leading 16-8. to eight. Still a one-possession ball game. Webster has three receivers again to his left, none to his right. Webster takes the snap, and he'll run it himself and be tackled just shy of the Carroll 10-yard line. Yeah, again, a nice job by Westfield there. A nice big hole. And of course, Webster being that he's 230 pounds. He's a tough body to bring down. Third down in a yard, Westfield from the Carroll 11. Three and a half to play here in the third. Webster will have just one receiver to either side and hatch it behind him. Handoff goes to Hatchet right up the middle. He's got enough for a first down, and he'll be brought down at the Carroll 7-yard line. Pick up a 4 for the first, and it'll be first and goal Shamrocks. Yeah, there's some physical battles in there between the Westfield offensive line and Carroll's defensive line, and that time they got a good push up front, and Hatchet was able to get a lot of yardage there. First and ten, and it'll be Webster handoff to Hatchet, and he will run to his right and be brought down at the five-yard line. Murray and Tucker Seeley on the tackle. And it'll be second and goal for Westfield as we're inside three minutes to play in the third. Westfield leading 16-8, to chance to add to it here. Well, good teams respond, and Westfield has certainly responded to Carroll's touchdown. Second and goal from the five. Webster looks to the sideline. So plenty of time on the play clock. Now inside 10. Webster, little option. Pitch to the left to Hatchet. Hatchet tries to get the edge, and he's in for the touchdown. Trayvon Hatchet in for the touchdown from four yards out, and Westfield answers right back with a touchdown drive of their own. They lead it 22-8 with 2.31 to play here in the third. Well, they came right back to that option play that they ran in the first half that uh, Webster scored on, and it was, uh, again, a, a play that I'm sure the coaches scouted, and they had numbers on Carroll, and after he pitched it, he just walked into the end zone. King on for the extra point attempt. Snap, good, hold good, kick is up. And it is good. And your score with 2.31 to play here in the third quarter. Westfield leads it 23-8. to You're listening to the Class 6A Regional Championship game on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome to Friday Night Football, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. 
into play here in the third quarter. Westfield leading Carroll 23-8. to A four-yard touchdown run by Trayvon Hatchett to cap off another, Shannon, another 80-yard drive for the Shamrocks. Yeah, that one was a seven-play 80-yard drive, of course, aided by the big, another big throw because the first drive they had of the first half was an, uh, set up by another big play. And uh, they've scored on their last two possessions, Westfield has, and that one hurt because after Carroll had scored, made it a two-possession game. Now it's back to three. Kick is off field about the 14 on the far side of the field. And across the 25 to the 26. Valdez on the return, and Carroll will take over first and 10. Now from their own 26. Well, let's see if... Becker gets back out there after taking that huge hit on the two-point play. Yeah, he coming out. He looks okay. But, man, he took a hit on that two-point play, and he was looking pretty weary at first. So for Carroll, a big drive here to see if they can answer the Westfield touchdown once again. Carroll was able to fight back. Last drive a touchdown and first down run. Nowhere to go. Start for Starks as he gets back to the in fact he'll say he was just shy he lost, on the lost a yard he'll bring up second down and 11 take advantage of those short hitches but now they're going to probably tighten their second coverage down. up because it's second and 11 nope they backed off two minutes to play here in the third Becker faces pressure pass complete on the far side and it will be just enough for about a Becker yard pass complete to Rudolph and he gets that one complete to Rudolph on the far side Calder. of the field yeah. and he'll bring of a third and ten. I was almost thought that was only going to be like one of those slip screens, but I don't think they got the bodies out there. But man, oh man, third and ten here for Carroll. Try not to go three and out here. So Becker will have three receivers to his left, one out wide to the right. Third and ten for Carroll from their own 26. Minute 25 to play here in the third. Becker back to throw. Looks, throws it. Pass complete to Starks for the first down at the 41-yard line. Pickup of 15. Yeah, great, great route by Starks, sitting in the void. Good throw by Jeffy. A little high, but with the big thing there was Starks holding on to it because he took a pretty good hit from the safety. So first and ten for Carroll as they kind of push the tempo for their own 41. Two receivers to the right, one to the left for Becker this time. Hand off to Sarks, running to his right. Gets a block, and he, the Bobble. ball comes out near midfield. Westfield Sarks, signals they have it. We'll see a Carroll player Carroll, was able, I think, to recover it. I do, too. Right at the 49-yard line on the Carroll side of the field. I thought they got it. And they roll the clock, so Carroll does recover. Yeah. I'm not sure. It was one of the offensive linemen, I believe. And that's a good job by the offensive line because you teach them to follow the ball on runs like that because, you you know, you never know what could happen. You could get a Brock that springs him or, in this case, recovers the fumble. Inside a minute to play here in the third. Carroll driving. Ball spotted at their own 49-yard line. Second down and two. Two receivers either side for Becker from the gun. And there's a flag. Uh, delay a game. Carroll thought they should have reset the clock, but uh, they're going to get called for delay a game here. 
So clock stops with 35 ticks to play. Here in the third. And bring up second down and call it seven. And ball all the way back at the Carroll 44-yard line now. And again, second down. Yeah, they got the soft coverage out here on the... Again. Becker back to throw, looks to his left, and it's caught by Starks once again inside Westfield territory all the way out to the 37. That's one of those throws that shouldn't work based on the defense because he threw, ran a uh, fade route into three deep and the safety or the corner just kept getting depth. Pickup of 19 on the pass play. Carroll quickly up to the line. Inside 20 seconds now to play here in the third. They have it first and 10 for the Westfield 37. Back to throw is Becker. Once again to Starks. Makes one man miss before he is stuffed down at the Westfield 30-yard line. Yeah, he took a pretty good shot there, young man. Go north and south. Don't go east and west. He turned right into a big hit. In fact, he's slow to get off the field. Yeah. And the clock does stop. 7.8 to play here in the third. Uh, we have a flag back here. That's not where that where that's at. It's not good because it's either they got him for roughing the passer. Wow, that's a huge because that's just going to get added on. So a personal foul penalty. Personal foul, roughing the passer on the defense. That penalty will be assessed half a distance to the goal. First down. Half a distance. He was miscommunicated because it's a 15-yard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, interesting there, but it'll be first and 10 for Carroll at the Westfield 14-yard line. He better go pick his flag up because otherwise they're going <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> now he's jogging back to pick up his flag, which is all the way back at the 45-yard line on the Westfield side of the ball as Carroll works right to left here. 7.8 to play here in the third. Carroll trailing 23-8, to but in striking distance once again. Now Westfield's tightening up the coverage. You're going to run the ball here. Last play of the quarter. Handoff to Starks, running on the right side. Tries to make one man miss, and he is tackled at the Westfield 15. And at the end of three, it is Westfield 23, Carroll 8. You're listening to the Class 6A Regional Championship game on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. There's only one original stuffed crust pizza, and it's only a Pizza Hut, where they've been stuffing crust since 1995. So next time you're looking for the OG, the original stuffed crust pizza, you better call or stop by your local Pizza Hut restaurant. Any other stuff is just stuff. Can you believe people used to just throw their crust away? Not if Pizza Hut has anything to say about it. Pair the original stuffed crust with an all-you-can-eat salad bar. Now open at Pizza Hut. All you can eat. That's what I'm talking about. No one out pizzas. Trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to IndianaPT.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. 
1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. Final quarter of play upcoming as Carroll trailing Westfield 23-8. to As we start the fourth, Carroll, though, driving down the field. They have it working left to right now on the Westfield 15-yard line, second and 10. Man, run the football. I don't have enough bodies in there. Becker with three receivers to his left this time, one out wide to the right. And Becker Run back it. to throw. Now he pulls, keeps, and un- unable to get much Becker as he runs carry. to his right, tackled at the Westfield 13-yard line. They should have ran. A, it would have been better if they just had a run play there because the way the Westfield was set up, they were very, very light in the, in the box. Ball is at the Shamrock 13. Third down. So it'll be third down and eight for Carroll from the Westfield. 13, two receivers either side this time. Becker looks to his left, still looking. He's got time. Looks, now rolls. He faces pressure, spins out of it. Oh, and then he trips and then throws it out of bounds. But again, he was already down. Man, just a missed opportunity as Becker stumbled. He's got to get rid of the football there. Just throw it over the head if it's not there because you're in field goal range. Now you put yourself on fourth down and he took himself out of field goal range. You'd like to get points there. 25, going to pick up fourth down. Jeez. So now looks like they're going to have to go for it here, like you said. Fourth and 20. Fourth and 20 for Carroll from the Westfield 25. Three receivers to the left, one out. To the right, Becker back to throw, steps up in the pocket, looks, looks, throws over the middle, incomplete, the and there's a flag, though. This will likely be pass interference on Westfield. Penalty marker on the play. Wow. And a Carroll receiver, that's A.J. Lazoff, hurts on the play as well. He was the intended receiver. Yeah, they kind of got a kind of got a gift there on the pass interference call, but uh, that's going to be a huge for them. <clears throat> there are two Westfield defenders on Lazoff, and he had no opportunity to catch the ball. On the defense, it's half the distance to the goal. It's still fourth down. How is it half the distance? I'm not understanding him. It's not a first down either. Yeah, that's That's the hard part of that. That that makes it tough. So now it's fourth and about what, eight? Man, I'm surprised he's not trying to kick it here. Fourth fourth and they'll call it seven for Carroll from the Westfield 12. Two receivers to either side. Becker back to throw. Faces pressure. Now rolls out to his left. He looks, he looks, he looks, throws it out of bounds. And nothing there, and Carroll with an opportunity, and you almost thought Becker should have just tucked in and ran with it. Yeah, it, that was a critical error by Jeff. I mean, he, he did a great job of, a, of a, you know, eluding the pass rush, 
and he rolled out, but my goodness, there was nobody, nobody within, I don't know, 10 yards of him. They were all in the end zone. If he runs it, he's going to get down to not only just the first down, but he's going to get down to probably the five-yard line. So a critical mistake there uh, by uh, by Jeff. And uh, I'm quite, I'm a little surprised they didn't try to kick the field goal there. I know that maybe not gives them anything, being down three possessions. But I think you want to get points out of a drive, you know. So after the costly rollout and, and getting marked down, Westfield will take over. And Hauser runs to his right across the 20 and Hauser, the ball carrier on the far side of the field about a yard shy of the marker. Yes, if they kick the field goal there, it's still it's a 12-point game, right? In my calculations. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm surprised about. They, sh- You know, you kick a field goal, you, it's still a two possess- it's now a two-possession game, but man, oh man, so they go for it and when Jeff sees that on film, he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna want to skip it. So 10:06 to play here in the fourth. Westfield leading 23 to eight, and another running play for the Rocks as Hauser takes it across the 25 to the 27-yard line. Another first down for Westfield. Yeah, I, I see Westfield running the football quite a bit here just because they the type of team that they're built around with their big offensive line here and try to drain as much clock as they can here with 9.45 left in the fourth. So first and 10 for Westfield from their own 28-yard line. One receiver out wide to either side. Webster actually back to throw, looking. Wow. He's got a man down the field and overthrows. Looks like that was Wasserstrom down the middle. Yeah. Surprised they threw it there. Well, you know, they took a shot, and they had it. you got to give them that. They had it, and again, it just off the mark. And so big, uh, big help for Carroll's defense there because now it's second and ten. But I was surprised, too, because the way they're running the football, getting the yardage that they're getting, uh, I think they could have taken a big chunk of time off the clock here. So it will bring up a second down and ten for Westfield again. Ball still on their own 28-yard line. They lead it 23-8, to 9 29 to play here in the fourth. Hauser gets the handoff, makes one man miss. Now the pile is moving forward. And Hauser finally stopped at the 25 yard line. Carroll needs to get a turnover somehow. So when he's running the football, get one guy standing him up, second guy coming in and trying to strip it. Third down. So Webster will have it inside nine minutes to play here in the fourth. Third down and three for Westfield from their own 35. Webster now looks back over to the sideline. To his right, play clock down to five. Now back, and he takes the snap with one on the play clock. Now he'll call his own number, and he'll break one tackle, and before he's driven out of bounds on the near side, right in front of the Carroll bench, it'll be a first as Webster carries it to the 42, pick up a seven. Man, they look like they had him pretty well contained. 
in there, and he found a little bit of a seam and was able to get through and get the first down. So that was a huge pickup by Westfield there. So first and 10 for Westfield on their own 42, 835 to play here in the fourth. And they still have that 15-point advantage. Two receivers to the right. No one out wide to the left this time for Webster from the gun. Webster fakes, oh. now throws it, oh. and pass incomplete. He had the receiver there. Webster's pass. Wow. That was another gift because he was wide at, wide open on that uh, little pop pass. Yeah, that was intended for Micah Webster, the freshman. <laughs> And the backup tight end. I, yeah, I it think, was there. <laughs> I think he was kind of surprised that he was that open, you know. And uh, good play call there by Westfield. Second down. So second down and ten again, still from the 42. Clock stops with 8:33 to play. Again, two receivers out wide to the right. No one out wide to the left for Webster. Two on the play clock. Gets the snap off. Hand off to Hauser. He runs to his right, looking for the edge. And he is stopped at about his own 45-yard line in front of the Westfield sideline. And they'll stop it. And it'll bring up a third down. Not sure why they stopped it there, but, you know, they've, their big run plays have come off uh, outside zone and uh, their little inside counter or power play where Hatchet's got up inside. So here, big third down here for Carroll. Third down and six for Westfield from their own 46-yard line. Carroll trying to get a stop to claw their way back in it. Westfield slow to get lined up. Four on the play clock. They're finally set. And they don't get it game. off. And they don't call it. And there's the late flag. Pass and got, complete. And now they, now they blow it dead. So the officials did catch that one. Wow. Well, the back judge, they, the back judge need, needs to catch it. Fortunately, the referee was the one that ended up throwing the flag. <clears throat> and they're lucky because they they had... Uh, Aaron Mullis was wide yeah. open down the middle. Delay game. Offense. Five-yard penalty. Repeat the down. And they're running that little... <clears throat> I call it a pop pass, but where he, he's reading the linebacker and he pulls it. And uh, that's what they did, and they, they had him dead to rights. So it, what was a third down and six for the Shamrocks, now a third and 11 for Westfield from their own 41-yard line here with 8.20 to play in the ball game. Again, Westfield still leads 23-8. to eight. Yeah, this is a must-stop for Carroll here. <clears throat> Three receivers left, one to the right. Webster back to throw. Throws it over the middle. Pass oh, caught by Aaron Bullis. He's got a first down inside the 50. Inside the 40 makes another man miss before he's finally knocked out of bounds on the far sideline at the 33-yard line of Carroll. You know, they say big-time players make big-time plays. Brady Sealy with the tackle. 26 yards on the reception and, for Aaron Bullis. And that was one right there, man. I tell you, they had a third and 11. Just a little kind of a drag route again and get, what, 27, 26 yards. That was a, that was a tough one for Carroll to give up there. So first and 10 for Westville as they move the chains on a key third and 11. 8-12 to play here 
in the third, and we have a whistle, and it'll be a timeout charge to Jake Gilbert's Shamrocks. We'll take a timeout as well. 8-12 to play in the ballgame. Westfield leads it 23-8 over Carroll. You're listening to the Class 6A Regional Championship game on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Alliance Exteriors is a proud sponsor of IHSAA football and proud to be your home improvement partners for life. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Our quality of materials, quality of work, lifetime warranties, and price make partnering with Alliance Exteriors feel like scoring the winning touchdown for your home. Visit us at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate, and win big with Alliance Exteriors. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Let's send it back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. And welcome back to Carroll High School. Caleb Hatch and Shannon Griffith with you as Westfield leads Carroll in this Class 6A Regional Championship game 23-8 with 8-12 to play in the ballgame. Westfield with a first and 10 at the Carroll 33-yard line. Two receivers left, no one out wide to the right. Now sending a man in motion is Webster as Hauser gets the handoff, hands to, runs to his right, and is brought down far side, just shy of the first down marker at the 24-yard line of Carroll. At the Carroll 24-yard line. This is the 10th play of this drive coming up, and they've... Taking off probably a good two, three minutes off the clock here. And Carroll with an opportunity again. They Westfield had a third and 11 just two plays yeah. ago, but uh, another big pass play to the freshman receiver, Gabe Rambulis, for the first down. I'm going to go out on the limb. He's going to be a big-time recruit. Webster back to throw. Throws, oh, no. looks, got a man there, caught, and lunging for the end zone and knocked out of bounds. They're going to say it about the three. That's their tight end, number 13. Complete to Deepasquale. with the first down. It'll be first and goal for the Rocks. Down at the Carroll two-yard line. Nice play there first by Webster. For the Shamrocks. Bought some time and found him in the on the sideline. First and goal for Westfield from the Carroll two. The 7:25 to play. Handoff goes to Hatchet, and he is brought down at the one-yard line. That was a nice cut there. with the tackle. Good tackle. Second Kept him out. So nearing seven minutes to play in this one, and Carroll with a must-stop here. They want to stay in it. Yeah, Westfield punches this one in. That may have sealed the fate of Carroll. Webster with two receivers to his left, none to his right. Handoff goes up the middle, and in for the touchdown is Hatchet with his second touchdown run of the game. This one coming from one yard out. in for a Westfield touchdown. And Westfield now leads it 29-8 to with 6.44 to play in the contest. Yep, that one there really puts Carroll behind the eight ball. On for the extra point is Caleb King. Right now, 
Gets the snap a little high, boots it, kick is up, and it is good. And Westfield now leads it 30-8 to with 6.44 to play here in the fourth quarter. And the Carroll fans slowly starting to file out of this one. scoring drive summary, 11 plays. 87 yards. Yeah, that was uh, that's a tough one. You know, that's a score off the fourth down that Carroll didn't get down here uh, on the previous drive. So Westfield took over and they went on 11 play and what, an 87-yard drive? That's a pretty good drive and aided by that big third and 11 where they converted. So that's a Carroll has battled in this one. In fact, you know, they were held scoreless at the half after holding their previous three opponents scoreless in each of those games. But they, they rallied back, cut it to 16-8, but it's been all Westfield ever since. Yeah, they, Westfield has scored on each possession here in the second half. That's three in a row. And again, I go back to that fourth down. I mean, as, as much as you needed that play, I mean, that was was a chance to get at least a first down and didn't need to force it in the end zone. But even at that, I still think that should you get points there. Um, but now you can see maybe why he thought he didn't think he could, you know, potentially stop him. So King on to boot it away for Westfield. his right foot into it and a end over end kick fielded at the nine yard line by Bennett and Bennett tackled just right at the 30 yard line a return of 21 yards for Bennett it'll be first and 10 for Carroll from their own 30 yard line that kid's got a future man I tell you I really like him he's a physical linebacker and you saw his athletic ability there with his you know, taking the ball and running it there. It looks like he's hobbled with maybe an ankle problem, but uh, that was a good run there by Bennett. So first and 10 for Carroll with 6.38 to play here in the ballgame. They trail 30-8. to eight. Carroll takes over from their own 30-yard line. Three receivers left, one to the right for Becker. Becker looks to throw, looks to his left. Oh, nearly intercepted. Becker's pass to Jennifer Lazoff, incomplete. Dykos nearly had a pick six there. Yeah. Now Jeff stared down the receiver, and that linebacker just read his eyes and... You know, he's sitting in that no-man's land, and he about stepped in front of it and took it back like he said. So two receivers to the right, three to the left, empty backfield for Becker, back to throw. Fakes, now he'll look to run. Break one tackle, spins, and is tripped up just shy of the 40-yard line at the 39, so it'll bring up a third down and a... Yard for the Chargers the Charger here. Yard line. I think it's safe to say Third that down. Jeff has become the all-time career <laughs> yes. rush yard leader here tonight. Only need 11 yards to pass Tranquil's record. Becker to throw and a first nice down. Nice catch by Rudolph. Great catch by Rudolph as he is decked. 
Rudolph hangs on, and it'll be first down for Carroll into Westfield territory for the Shamrock 43-yard line. Nice throw and an even better catch there because he took a big hit from the safety. Two receivers right, three out wide to the left for Becker again. Empty set from the gun. Becker looks to throw. He had to be offsides. I think Popeye Williams jumped that time on the edge for Westfield. Yeah, he's uh, licking his chops because he knows that Carroll's got to throw the football. But Actually, they're going to call it on Carroll. Oh, wow. Looked like Williams jumped, but uh, hmm. apparently was drawn, uh, drawn off there. Dead ball, false start on the offense. Five-yard penalty, replay the down. You know, I, you'd have to say that the Carroll tackles have done a pretty good job of, with him tonight because he's a he's a handful and they move him around. So again, two receivers either side this time for Carroll, first and 15 from the Westfield 48. Becker to throw. Looks, pass, complete at the Westfield 40-yard line by Hirschberger on the forced, uh, far side, just inside the numbers as Carroll works left to right on this drive. 5.50 to play. Carroll trailing 30-8, to trying to put up some points before the end of this one. Westfield's really basically just rushing three and dropping eight into coverage. Three receivers to the right, one to the left this time for Becker. Second down. Becker fakes the handoff, looks, faces pressure, throws one, and incomplete Becker's over the pass. middle. For Starks, that one intended for Starks over the Third middle. Down. Just too high. Becker lucky to get that one away. Yeah, he felt the pressure there and really didn't like to see him throw it down the middle of the field like that because there's only really some bad things that could happen. But the kid's trying to make a play, being down what they are here, 30-8 to eight, late in the fourth quarter. So it'll be third down and seven for the Chargers. The Westfield 40-yard line, 5.28 to play. Becker will have two receivers either side, back to throw, looks, steps up, spins, throws, and incomplete as he throws toward the far side to Hirschberger as Becker was drilled on that one. Yeah, you know, the defensive line over there for Westfield just pinning their ears back because they know that Carroll's going to throw it. and He's getting the pocket collapse right back into lap. So fourth and seven here for Carroll. So fourth down for the Chargers. Again, seven yards go. Ball still on the Westfield 45-22 to play. Becker to throw. Rolls to his right. Steps up. Throws. Intercepted. And it is intercepted by Westfield inside the 30 to the 20 and knocked out of bounds at the 23-yard line. And that's the linebacker, Tyler Dykos, who nearly had a pick earlier on this drive. And he gets that one, the third turnover of the ball game for Carroll. And that second pick for Jeff tonight. And, you know, he's trying to make a play there, trying to get the first down. And when it's late and you're behind, that's, you know, you know those things are going to happen because you're trying to make something happen there. And... Westfield come up with a big interception, and, you know, I'd say that's about it here. 
5-10 to play in this one. Again, Westfield holding on to that 30-8 advantage, and it's now first and 10 for the Shamrocks from the Carroll 23-yard line, and they'll just look to burn the clock here, I'm sure. Yeah, I think you're going to see a heavy dose of Hauser and Hackett. Hatchet, I mean. So three receivers to the right as Hauser gets the handoff up the middle, breaks the tackle inside the 10, the 5, touchdown. Hauser with his second touchdown run of the ball game. This one from 23 yards out. And Westfield extends their lead to 36-8 to to play with 5.04 remaining. Yeah, that... Had a big hole there on the left side. Hauser hit it and broke a tackle. And next thing you know, he was in the end zone. Big 23-yard run there. So Hauser with two touchdown runs for the Rocks. Hatchet with two touchdown runs for the Rocks. The running game has really set the tone for Westfield here in this second half. King on for the extra point. Kick is up. And it is good. In fact, it shook uh, the left upright. But he gets it through. And with 5.04 remaining, Westfield leads it 37-8 over Carroll. You're listening to the Class 6A Regional Championship game on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Alliance Exteriors. And welcome back to Carroll High School. Caleb Hatch alongside Shannon Griffith here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Westfield leads it 37-8 to with 5.04 to play here in the first quarter. And Shannon, the turnovers have been the key, but it's what Westfield has done with them that has put this game away. Yeah, they've had 17 points off of turnovers tonight, and that's going to beat any team. When you turn the ball over and it results in... Uh, a, a score for the opponent. And the ball falls off the tee for King as he's set to kick it away for Westfield. Another thing you, you noted to me uh, during the break, Shannon, th- this Westfield offense has just been on a roll this second. Yeah. They've, you know, every time they've gotten the possession or the, the ball, they've put points on the board. And, you know, that's what's really been the difference here in the second half is the, the dominant offense that's, you know, put a lot of points up here in the second half. King's kick is up and away, and it's fielded by Carroll at the seven-yard line, and that is Valdez, and he's got a little bit of a lane. He's pushed out of bounds near midfield. In fact, just shy at the 48, and Carroll will take over with their best field position of the night. 
And an opportunity to put points on the board here before the end. Yeah, a nice little run back there. Got a, you know, got the seam. It's something that's kind of they've been exploiting here, you know, on all their kickoff returns. That time they just got a chance to get good field position. Now Westfield's kind of bringing in their second team guys and trying to save some of their regulars and prevent injury. So four receivers to the left. Four backer back to throw over the middle and incomplete for Hershberger. Down the middle, just out of his reach. He had some hands on it, but a little high. Ball sailed on him there. And One thing we haven't talked much about, Braden Steely, yeah. the star kick returner for Carroll, really hasn't had many touches you know, to make something happen tonight. Well, that and he's really not been a factor on defense. Becker back to throw, steps up to the pocket, throws over the middle, complete to Rudolph. Inside Westfield Rudolph. territory, tackled at the Westfield 45-yard line, so pick up of 17. You know, Jeff Becker is going to end up at South Dakota State and National 1AA program. A phenomenal high school career. Becker to throw, and once again, that's Rudolph as he's tackled at the 26-yard line of Westfield. Be another down. Second down. Oh, make it second down and short for Carroll. 431 to play. And Westfield leads it 37-8. Carroll just trying to tack on some points before the end of this one here. Two receivers either side for Becker. Works from the gun. Throws to his right. Pass caught by Rudolph before he's tackled out of bounds on the near side. Down to the 21-yard line. That's enough for a first down. Nice throw and catch there on the sideline with Rudolph. Four minutes here, stick it in and you know, see what you can get, you know, can do with the onside kick. So first and ten for Carroll from the Westfield 21. Inside four and a half to play. Two receivers either side for Becker. Fakes the handoff. He'll call his own number. Slides one tackle. Another spin move. And he's finally Becker brought down at the Westfield 11-yard line. Westfield 11-yard line. So Becker able to move the chains that once again. good for another Charger. First down. 419 and counting to play in this one. First and 10 for Carroll from the Westfield 11. Becker to throw, looks over the middle, and it is caught for a touchdown by Hafner, the tight end from 11 yards out, and Carroll back on the board. They now trail at 37-14. That was a nice throw there to Hafner. Uh, coming with 4.09 to play in the ball game, and looks like Carroll's going to go for two here. Why not? Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Becker to throw, rolls to his right, continues to roll, throws, and incomplete to Hafner. He was falling backwards and couldn't quite hang up. Well, they got, got some points there. Now they're going to have to get onside kick it here. 
So 37-14. Now the lead for Westfield, 4.09 to play. Ladies and gentlemen, that last drive, Jeffrey Becker on the day has 46 yards rushing. Before this evening, needed 10 to tie and 11 to break the all-time career on the PA. rushing record. Congratulations career number nine, Jeffrey Becker, on the new rushing record for Carroll over Justin Tranquil. That's Drew's younger brother. Yeah. Who previously had it. You know, the Tranquil family, they had some players come through here over the last couple of years. Of course, Drew Tranquil's in the NFL now with the Chargers. As we've been able to see, you know, quite a few Fort Wayne area products make it to the NFL and that shows you the caliber of football that is Welcome back, everybody. We have 409 on the rise here in the Summit City in the area. Shamrocks leading the Carroll Chargers. But they said he had, what, 46 yards? Yes, 46 I yards. I was going to guess he had a little bit more than that, but he's had those couple big sacks that yes. probably taken away from his overall night. Including that one that uh, unfortunately happened on a fourth down. Yeah. Carroll set to boot it away, and they do onside kick, and it's recovered by Westfield right at midfield. That one pretty easy. Westfield will take over first and ten from midfield. Opportunity to burn off some clock. Well, they're going to have a nice bus ride back home down to Westfield. Be a two-hour ride by the time they get home. <laughs> this game has run so long, it'll probably be, what, uh, 1.30 in the morning? <laughs> well, it's 10.40 right now, so you're probably looking at probably 1, 2 o'clock. But uh, I'm sure they'll enjoy that trip. Oh, that'll be a fun bus ride for sure. First and 10 for Westfield. Again, they have it from midfield. They lead it 37-14, 4.07 to play, and this one is. They yeah, got their second team players in there. You got Gilbert in the quarterback now. Jackson Gilbert. Yep. Gilbert with the handoff. Number 14, the quarterback. Jackway with the tackle. And not much on the carry. And that was Averett on the carry for Westfield. And yeah, they're just going to burn clock, Shane. And, uh, yeah. 20 seconds and counting on the play clock, so they'll burn more. And by the time this next play is off, you're, you're looking at about two and a half minutes to play. Yeah, I was, you know, wondering there, you know, even though it's 37-14, I think Carroll has their three timeouts left, so, you know, I'm sure Doug is weighing that, whether or not to take them or not. And another handoff to Averitts across midfield down to the 49, and like you said, right on cue, first timeout charge of the half for Doug Dynan and the Chargers. Yeah, you know, just to preserve some time here, who knows, you get back and, you know, you play the game to the end. You never know what can happen, but Westfield is definitely in control here tonight. It looks like all our 
some of that athletic conference teams are going to be wrapping up their seasons tonight. Yeah, we saw Bishop Lures fall last week in a surprise to Eastside and Eastside as advanced. Bishop Dwinger falling to Zionsville and now Carroll likely falling here tonight to Westfield at home. As out of the timeout, Westfield will have it. Third down and nine from the Carroll 49-yard line, 3.13 to play. And they still lead it, though, 37-14. Gilbert, the quarterback. Averett behind him, two receivers to the right. Handoff. And Averett will move the pile a couple yards on the right side down to the 46. Pick up a three. Another timeout called by Carroll. Yeah, not big fourth down. I don't know what. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing West will, would kick it, but. But yeah, we you know congratulations to Eastside tonight as well as Adams Central as they will move on and represent here Northeast Indiana. Eastside probably at home to and and Drayen it looks like. And we'll have the full Indiana Physical Therapy scoreboard presented by Pizza Hut coming up in the post-game show. We'll look at all the Northeast Indiana High School football scores, plus a final score for the Comets. IU and Purdue also in action as well. Again, that's all coming up after the conclusion of this one. Out of the timeout, Westfield will punt. It'll be Caleb King. Set to uh, retrieve the long snap here. You know, I'm kind of was hoping we'd get a little pizza because we're <laughs> doing, but we're doing it from here. So, oh, he dropped it. Oh, a very short snap. He's just lucky it off and takes yeah. a nice Carroll bounce up to about the 32. Looked like it would bounce and go inside the 25. But Carroll with decent field position here with 2.57 to play down 37-14. Yeah, he kind of took his eyes off of it and dropped it and was fortunate to get it off. That was about as bad as it got for the Shamrocks tonight. Yeah, you know, when Carroll came out and got that score after the after Westfield went up you know we thought we had a pretty good ball game but Westfield came right back on the next series and put points up back to throw and pass complete Becker just shy of midfield to happen caught the touchdown on the last drive to the 48 pickup of 17 and it'll bring up another first and 10 for Carroll the 251 and counting to play Westfield put in their first team defense Becker to throw, throws far sideline, and running out of bounds. Becker's pass, again complete to Hafter. Again, it's Hafter, the receiver. Stop. Second down. And it'll be second down at five for Carroll from the Westfield 47-yard line. Three receivers to the right, one out wide to the left. 
for Becker here. He takes the snap, looks to throw, looks to his right, still looking, throws, and passes high over the middle for Starks. That's his pass intended for Starks incomplete. You know, some of those throws tonight that he would normally hit, he just hasn't really been on, you know, with some of his throws tonight. You know, a lot of that's the weather, the chill in the air, and, of course, the wind. Been gusty off and on, plus a wintry mix off and on tonight here at Carroll. Third down for Becker. He throws, and that one is behind the receiver. Looking for Rudolph. And it'll be fourth and five, and really fourth in the season for Carroll here with 2.30 to play as they trail at 37-14. Neon Nation still, still holding out strong below us here on the Carroll side as... They want to cheer their team on one last time. Becker to throw, faces pressure, throws it, and incomplete. incomplete. Right in front of the Westfield sideline on the far side, looking for A.J. Lazoff. Turned over on downs. Turnover on downs for Carroll, and it'll be first and ten for Westfield with 2.24 to play. They take over on their own 47-yard line. Yeah, I would say that should pretty much do it there. So, well, Carroll had opportunities. In fact, they cut it to 16 to 8. Westfield answered back with a scoring drive of their own to make it 23-8. Carroll drove down the field. Unfortunately, they turned it over on downs after driving deep in the Westfield territory. And since then, Westfield has just taken over. Yeah. And Westfield, you know, they were pretty much in control from the opening kickoff. Handoff for Westfield. Stewart, the ball carrier. Those are the hands of Stewart. As the clock will tick. Tackled by Sealy. Inside two minutes to play in Second this down. one. On the defense, too, I mean, we didn't see a whole lot of pressure tonight from this, this front three guys, but that was... Clock will continue to run, and we'll take a look at at all the scores here quickly after this one, and then we'll get you to the Brian Kelly Show at the top of the hour at 11 o'clock here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Second out and seven for Westfield from midfield. Minute 38 to play. Handoff goes up the middle. And it'll be stop just shy of the first down marker at the 44-yard line. You know, Carroll's got a pretty good nucleus coming back. Owen Sheely would be probably the odds-on favorite to take over for Jeff Becker. We saw him against Snyder and actually led them to victory that night when Jeff was out due to uh, COVID protocols. And, yeah, Sheely had that amazing game. He had never played a varsity game right until that time as we're inside a minute to play. Third down and one for Westfield from the Carroll 44-yard line. Handoff goes up the middle to Stewart, and he's got enough for a first down to the 40 of Westfield. Clock will stop momentarily at 48.3 and then roll. There'll be just one more field down, and that will do it. 
football game with your offense on the field. Yep, it's a tough one for Carroll tonight. You know, thought they had to play pretty much perfect to, to really have a chance, but uh, this Westfield team is pretty impressive. Gilbert with the kneel down, and the clock will tick down. And for the second straight year, Westfield will advance to semi-state and try to answer what they did last year, going all the way to the Class 6A state championship. The Westfield Shamrocks move on as they're the Class 6A regional champions with a 37-14 win over Carroll. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be back with some final thoughts and a look at the area scoreboard. You're listening to the Class 6A Regional Championship on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. All the football action you need all season long. Near sideline stays in bounds at the 10, the 5, touchdown Jeff Becker. The high school football game of the week. And there's a leaping catch and David Bell's going to take it the distance. Purdue and Notre Dame, game day Saturday. Hands off left side at Jordan Wilkins. Cuts up in the end zone. And the Colts and the NFL Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. It's all right here in Fort Wayne. See our upcoming schedule now at 1380thefan.com. 1380thefan and 100.9 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.